Hello everybody, it's Jake and Mark here. This is Cold Ones with Leather Duchess number 27. And uh, it's a Friday night. It is. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> Nothing today, at all. Today will be interesting. Not a lot happened this week, I don't think, for either of us. Nope. Um... <laughs> But we could usually tangent into something. Yeah. Hopefully this don't isn't. Watch. Yeah. Hopefully this isn't the one day where we don't know how to yeah. tangent off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have a lot of awkward silences because, yeah. regardless, even if we only talk for twenty minutes, we're gonna make this episode at least an hour and a half. <laughs> so if we have to, we'll just stare into the camera, and uh... yeah, <laughs> talk about our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the show is all about. My gray hair coming coming in. Oh. No, I don't know. I mean, I probably have some, but... Oh, I, I thought you were going to have a huge topic for tonight. <laughs> just what I found. Yeah. No, actually, I've I've found gray hairs, like, in high school. Oh, but, okay. But I've... My hair is kind of similar to yours. It didn't really happen this year, but it's kind of similar to yours, but, like, in summer, it just kind of, like, starts changing color. Yeah. Like, you usually get, you get streaks and stuff like that, but... Uh-huh. Mine, I'll get like, I don't get streaks, but I get like four different colors. It'll be like my natural color. Well, it'll lighten up and then underneath, like all right here will be blonde. And then I'll have like red in there and a uh, lighter brown. And then sometimes I did see some white hairs in there or gray or whatever color. I don't know. Silver. The other, the other day I found a really long silver hair. Nice. <laughs> really long. But I don't, uh, it's already almost. Well, it's almost October. It's September. I don't have any of my blondes. I know. That's what I was saying. I, like, it didn't really happen for me this year either. I think, and my mom freaked me out because she was telling me, uh, she's like, oh, yeah, my hair used to be like that too. She's like, but, you know, I had colored it for years. And, and she's like, and when I finally stopped coloring my hair, at least for a little bit, she's like, I realized it, it wasn't there anymore. And, and so I, I used to always think she meant like she colored her hair so much that it messed with her hair or whatever. She's like, no, what I meant was like it stopped with age, but I was always dying it, so I didn't see it stop. Ah. So now I'm like thinking, am I getting old? Because <laughs> it didn't come in this year. Maybe because mine didn't come crazy. in this year either. <laughs> it sounded like we're talking about a winter coat or something. <laughs> where's the cold ones we're gonna get to that in a second hi christy welcome in by the way um well didn't you just recently dye your hair though like when we did the that photo shoot yeah but it i don't know what i did wrong but it just it washed right out <laughs> that's because uh you're a guy and you did it exactly oh well i i you needed, you needed your mom to do it yeah well i i do and those who don't know my mom is like a hair was a hairdresser for years and years and so she always does that and I, the one time i did it by myself it's like I, I i got it she was giving me all these tips like sections of your hair and this and all that and i was like yeah i can do that and about like 10 minutes into it I was like you know what i lathered my hands up i started like <laughs> just going like that did you burn your scalp it it wasn't great um, Carlos says Budweiser takes your youth, bro. So yeah, <laughs> there yeah. You go. Oh, oh, is it Carlos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carlos. I believe that one hundred percent. 
Anyway, so we're, we're getting asked where the cold ones are. So, Mark, before we continue right. on this uh, this lovely hair chat, what are you <laughs> what are you drinking? Well, just for Carlos, I'm drinking a Bud Light. Uh, that'll have to do. <laughs> that. Um, well, I'm drinking bottles, Miller. I'm actually. drinking Miller Light. Uh, actually, let me get a new one because that one's already open. I like to I like to open it when we start because I don't know. It's just it's a nice sound. It's a yeah, I feel see, like it's a it's a good way to start the show. I couldn't I didn't have the sound, so you kind of beat me on that. But wanted to go bottle this time. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean bottles are good, and depending on the beer, usually taste better than the cans. But they don't have a they don't have that satisfying sound when you open them though. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't put a can opening sound on the record yet. Oh yeah, we're gonna do that. We gotta well, get that you know somewhere. what? We'll we'll just open the album with the the Cold Ones theme song, because <laughs> that song starts with the can opening. Yeah. Uh, Larry Joel, great radio personality. Hey, thanks. I guess. Hey, he doesn't miss a beat, does he? I know. We're uh we're not on the radio though. We're on Facebook. Even better. No. Well, um, other streaming whatever things. The podcast. Oh, yeah. I guess that's kind of radio-ish, like, <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this not live on the podcast, then uh, I guess I guess I'm a radio personality. I don't know. I just think I'm just a uh, just a drunk guy talking into a camera to my friend. That's what I feel like. <laughs> uh, Trevor Collins says, "What's up, everyone? I'm drinking Natty Daddy." All right. Well, I'm at what least you're drinking something. I'm glad. What? Right. Oh. What? What the, I, I kind of want to get him on. What's your story? <laughs> <laughs> something must have went wrong. Oh, I just thought of something we could talk about. I have to look it up, though, because I don't remember. Um, um, Miller, or not Miller, but the, uh, the Coors company, mm-hmm. they, they decided to cancel like a bunch of beer products. Oh, I, yeah. I sent you the link. Yeah. Um, I might have to find it later when you're talking about something because it might take me a minute to find. But basically, it seemed like what they said is... Uh, I mean, they, they put it in nice business terms or whatever, trying to make it like, you know, we want to push this. But, but basically, what they're saying is we, we want to get rid of all our crappy beer and, <laughs> it doesn't put, sell. and put more money into better stuff. <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, you know, you I can respect that. Uh, what was the big one that they got rid of? MGD? Uh, I think MGD. It was either I that. that was one of them. It was that or Miller High Life. It was one of those two. Yeah. Um, well, those are... I didn't think they would get rid of that. Okay, let me see if I find it. Here we go. I think. Um, Retiring 11 economy beer brands. In studio, including Keystone Ice, which okay. is... I mean, it's not delicious, but I thought it was pretty popular, but maybe not. No, Keystone and Keystone Light, I mean, that's still around, but... Oh, is that Keystone a different... I've never... Well, I've never seen... Because Ice is a type of... Crap. I, I don't know. And, uh... Where's the rest of them? Like, Ice Brew. Maybe if Carlos is still watching. Okay, here we go. He knows here we go. What I'm talking, to say. Uh, Ham's Special Light. Uh... Which, I only thought there was hams. Well, I think I think it is hams. That's just the the full name, I think. Because oh, I, I know I, 
Because really? I looked it up. I'll, I'll look it up again to make sure. I looked it up and it looked like the regular hams can, but I don't know. Let's see. Hams hmm. Special Light. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, this one? Isn't that the... Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, so that that's no more. Or it's gonna no, be it's gonna be no right. more. That's what it says. If anybody watching knows the <laughs> difference between hams and any other, is there another kind of hams? Maybe there is. They can't be getting rid of that. What are you gonna do whenever you're broke? I know. <laughs> they had they had the uh, they sell those in I think a thirty pack at the the grocery store by my house. You could get it for like thirteen dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which kind of makes me question why I would drink well, it, but yeah. But I did. I I didn't buy the thirty pack. But when we did the Sean, hams cold ones, I bought a few of them for right. uh, for like Sean five dollars. Sean was the one who introduced hams to the group. Uh, he because yeah, Sean loves his cheap beer. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, I remember he brought it to like rehearsal one time or something. Oh, it, it changed my life. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they're they getting. I think it's the regular hams, but yeah, if somebody else knows beer better than me, which is like everybody, uh, I would say better than Mark, but he's he's kind of beer savvy. But if if someone knows beer better than us, put together, maybe you could yeah. uh, correct us. But I think it's just the regular hams. Um, uh, and then there, there's Henry Weinhard's Private Reserve, uh, Ice House Edge, Key Lightful. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one had to go. Yeah, Keystone <laughs> Ice, and then just a beer called Magnum, which I'm kind of sad I never tried. That okay, would, I, cool. I, yeah, I've seen those. Uh, Mickey's Ice, and then Miller High Life Light was the big one. Because I think again that it's just Miller High Life, but Light is just they have to have Light in the name. I'll Do look that see that one up too. And wonder where they sell these. Like it's got to be small towns in the middle of nowhere. Like some of these beers you've like never heard of. Yeah, I'd, like a lot of these I've never heard of in my life. Yeah. Well, if you like, I've googled Budweiser, and like just random Budweiser stuff. You'd be surprised how much stuff you've never seen that's out like in stores. Oh, I already feel that way when you talk about their regular like popular stuff what, what actually is around here <laughs> yeah well, yeah like this... you'll just have some random beer and be like oh yeah this is anheuser-busch product i'm like i never okay <laughs> cool there was this um there was this beer maybe like around 2010 11 um uh, was called budweiser black crown is that and i'm guessing that came in a black bottle uh it was a darker brown bottle oh, okay. or whatever, but but it was like yeah, the label was all black, and it was a little bit darker. You've tried that Stella Midnight Lager that I used yeah. to grab a lot, right? Yeah, it's it's like that for Budweiser, except not as harsh. Oh, okay, it, it was it was really really smooth. I I don't think they sell it anymore or make it anymore, but they should. Uh, Christy says Colton's drinking Blue Moon. Hi, Colton. What's going on? How are those bass tracks Blue going? Moon. Yeah. Blue moon. Blue uh, moon. Colton, I gotta, I gotta be on the opposite end there. 
on the Blue Moon. Yeah, you know, I don't think Blue Moon's bad. I'm just not a fan of flavored beer, really. Flavored? Well, not. I mean, it just has like kind that. It has like that orange? citrusy kind of. Yeah, it's like or- okay. citrus orange-ish. I don't know if it's really considered flavored beer, but it tastes flavored to me. I don't know. All I if this not to slam the beer, Colton. I just I know most so many people love the beer, so maybe I maybe something's wrong with me. But I just taste soap. <laughs> yeah, I kind of get that too. But I get that with a lot of beer because I don't I don't explore very much. Um, Trevor says I like Natty Daddy. It's pretty smooth. Larry says who else is watching the show in their underwear? Well, actually, I'm doing the show well, in my underwear i think mark is too say, you know yeah there's a reason the camera always cuts off at like our stomach <laughs> we've done a couple of these naked you just you never saw it <laughs> uh trevor uh, says natty daddy is made by anheuser-busch mm-hmm. oh i remember we used to have what was called 25 ounce week where that was just you knew it was going to be the worst week you've had in a while <laughs> It's when, so a case of 25 ounces is 15, 25 ounces. That's one case, right? Yeah. So you would get like, like pallets of these for each store. Like people would go crazy. And it was all the, the, no, no. Okay. It was all the cheap beer. It was like the King Cobras. <laughs> it was all the King Cobras, the, the, the Natties, the, all that stuff, the hurricane and all that. And it was dirt cheap for the liquor stores. So they would order way more than they normally would. Like a place that would normally get like 50 cases, they would order like 300, 400 cases just because it's like $5 off or something. But I don't know. Oops, I think I just closed my page. Where's my thing at? Uh, whatever. I lost it. Yeah. I was going to finish the list. Oh, here it is. Um, okay. Yeah, that was only... Yeah, there's 11 beers to get rid of. So, yeah, the ones I read were, were Ham's Special Light, which I think is regular Ham's. There's uh, Henry Weinhardt's Pri- Private Reserve, Ice House Edge, Key Lightful, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Keystone Ice, Magnum, Mickey's Ice, uh, Miller High Life Light, rest oh, in peace. <laughs> uh, Milwaukee's Best Premium, which I really? guess I guess isn't really their best no. anymore. Yep. Yep, that one's out. Uh, old. I mean, it's horrible, but like Old English HG eight hundred. No idea. And Steel Reserve two one one. No. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Whoa. Goodbye that to romance. Did... Yeah. <laughs> we we had the uh, Steel Reserve episode. <laughs> we did. <laughs> that one was fun. <laughs> oh my god, they're getting rid of Steel Reserve. Yeah. Better go out and buy them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they'll still be around for a little bit longer. I don't know exactly, because uh, I think the headquarters are like the main. Um. Like the main home base, I think got bought and is moving to Chicago or something like that. How? I, I don't remember. I read this a few months ago, and I can't believe we didn't talk about it when it was 
when it first came up, but I think they're they're moving and they're getting rid of a bunch of beer. Unfortunately, one one main focus they want to move their finances to is pushing the the hard seltzers because that's what everyone's into right now. But also I like yeah, also just like the regular uh, you know Miller and whatever like the popular stuff like they want to just put more promotion to that because they're kind of falling behind from uh, I mean Bud Light's been on top for a long time but. Miller was a close second, but I think they're in third now. How People is, aren't buying Miller that much anymore. How is the city of Palmdale's economy going to keep going? Reserve <laughs> <laughs> and San Bernardino. Uh, yeah, a lot of cities out here actually, but I don't know, man. It's going to be wild. Maybe 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 there'll be less homeless people drinking. Drinking on yeah. the streets, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's sad, but you know, you got it. Business got it has to keep going, I guess. Yeah. Um, Trevor says Blue Moon does taste like soap, so it's not just you. Oh. I thought I was the only one, and Shock Top is the orange flavored Blue Moon, their Belgian white ale. Yeah. Okay. I I always feel like Blue Moon kind of has that citrus taste though too but maybe i don't know maybe i'm just mixing well, they them serve up. it with an orange too so you're oh, that, that could be right. it too and then christy says bass tracks tomorrow morning yeah <laughs> heck yeah awesome uh, uh speaking of bass tracks so we kind of mentioned we've been in the studio mm -hmm. recording and stuff i've been uh working on like editing and stuff this week and the album is probably going to come out a little bit later than it's supposed to because I had to postpone tonight to put on this wonderful show for you people. So, We're no, so prepared. No editing tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing to do with the vinyl backup. <laughs> no, there's a lot. Of, we're, not, we're not even close to being ready. Uh, it's Recording's been going pretty well, though. We've, we've had uh, three days in the studio so far total yeah. we got all the drums done in one day and then uh all the rhythms the next day mm -hmm. and then uh, we did on the third day we did a little bit of vocals and most of the leads i think you have like two songs left yeah two songs left yeah and one i did get uh finished uh yesterday um as far as writing it and it's it might not actually take me 80 takes that'd be that'd be nice that'd be, be nice it would be nice but let's not get our hopes up <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it's, it's a tough one though because um there's not much left to do with guitars yeah but it's like mostly vocals and then just percussions and layers and uh gonna add some like keys and other things to make it fun yeah. but the main stuff is is with vocals, especially with Tyler's aggressive singing style. Um, he can't do that much in one day. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering what, like, I'm trying to think of a good way to manage our time. If, like, we finish guitars, I imagine it won't be a whole day to do two songs. No. And then Tyler could, at max, probably do, like, three songs in a day. So after that, I don't know, we're going to have to figure out I mean, we could like maybe just start some mixing or something, but, um, 
but no, it's been it's been going pretty good though. The songs are sounding pretty good. I'm happy with them. Yeah, which normally it takes you about three years to. Yeah, Colton says the guitar t- tone sounds badass, which is a yes. that's a good compliment, especially because oh, dude, that's the best compliment. Because everything I sent you is completely dry. There's been no effects or mix or anything. That's just his his dry tone. The drums are unedited <laughs> i pretty much sent him just what we left the studio with so it's pretty un- yeah. it's pretty raw and unedited but no i've been i've been uh putting the drums together i got all the guitars put together i haven't started on any vocals yet but um i i did have a uh i did have a, a oopsie in the studio oh my god yeah so <laughs> so we went in <laughs> bright and early in the morning we spent a couple hours recording a white leather which is the one we have the most put together which i think most people might know or be familiar with if they listen to us um because we post some videos with it and we played it live a it's few times most, uh, yeah it's the it most out. put together and um so we just we just did that one We're like it should be pretty quick and we we spent a, like a, maybe an hour or two on it. it. It wasn't that long, but you know we still put some time into it and tried some things and did the layers and everything. And then it was like, cool, we got that one done. We did uh, we didn't do background vocals, I don't think, but we did like all oh, the yeah. all the lead vocal stuff and his harmonies and stuff. And then uh, we were like, cool, let's do like one or two more before we start doing lead guitars. And so we opened the next session. And I was trying to import the tracks, just like the vocal tracks and the whatever we had on there and the pans and all that stuff. And uh, <laughs> I did the most rookie mistake. I don't even know why I messed with it, but I just tried to import the tracks to the next session. So we had like the vocal tracks, so I didn't have to like re-add them and put all the plugins and all that crap in there. And then uh, I accidentally did it with all the audio tracks from White Leather. So I was like, well, I need to get that off the session. So I, all I wanted to do was delete them from the session, but I, I clicked remove from hard drive. <laughs> so, which I didn't realize until later on, like, cause we, we did another song and then I think we might've done one more. I don't know. Oh, we did like some yeah. background vocals or whatever, but, um, so later when we started doing lead guitars, I, we went back to white leather and. I, I was scrolling through and like making sure every like empty colored bars. Yeah, yeah, you can see all the edits we made and all the things we cut together and the layers and everything. But it was just a, there was no waveforms, and I was like, "What the heck?" So I was like sweating for a minute, just like, "Oh my god!" Thankfully, it's like it's the the easiest song for us to redo. It wasn't like something we spent hours on and like had ideas we didn't think about. It's just like. It was, it's a straightforward thing for us to do again. Some of the newer songs, you, you almost have to... I mean, Tyler has like a pretty good idea of how he wants his melodies and kind of what he's hearing and all that stuff. But like a lot of those newer songs, we kind of shape them in the studio. Yeah. But not White Leather. White Leather is very set stuff. Yeah, because yeah, like we said, that one's been around for, I think, over a year now, hasn't it? Or at yeah, least close yeah. to it. Close uh, to but year, yeah, it's yeah. been around for a while. We played it live the most out of any of the new songs. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that one's pretty put together. So thankfully, it's not one that 
we put together there and we had new stuff and we that we can't recreate on the spot but uh it still it still sucked you know it's a few hours of course tyler was kind of a little upset about it understandably but, uh, so. <laughs> and, and, and tyler's such a calm guy yeah you could you could tell that he was like yeah i mean he, yeah he didn't yell or like like have, <laughs> he didn't freak out but it was you know obviously it's frustrating it's he just did that for like yeah. an hour and a half and it's like okay that was pointless. He's the best at this whole like <laughs> nothing i can do about it it, it was so, so heartbreaking though just it was so heartbreaking just to look at i could physically see the work we did i just can't hear it and then i'm like oh no and so i, I like looked in the trash can i was trying to search i tried to recover do like a file backup and i was like i freaking clicked remove from hard drive i should have made a copy on my hard drive first and then done it later i don't know why i, I was just like oh, so frustrating but anyway when bruce came in and you're like I mean, I knew it was not, there wasn't much in your words because I, you knew for sure they were gone. Yeah, I already like, knew what, I, I knew what happened. And I believed you 100, like, if you don't think there's a way, I know for a fact there's no way. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm, I'm, you know, um, but I know, I know you were just asking just so everyone was fully on board, but you're like, Bruce, is there? Well, is there I didn't, any? I didn't ask. Tyler's the one that brought it up. Oh, I thought you asked. Okay. I didn't want to because, bring it up because if you asked, it was obviously for show. Because oh yeah, I, you know, no, I was I didn't want to bring it up at all because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want <laughs> just because you know Bruce is he's a he's a professional, he's a yeah, he's yeah. a pro, and he's a he's he's kind of prestigious, I guess you could say, and. I was just like, dude, it's embarrassing. That's like such a stupid mistake. And I knew for a fact what happened. I knew I couldn't recover the files. Because Tyler mentioned like four times, like, he's like, well, can't, why don't we ask Bruce and see if we can get him back? I was like, I, we can't, I know what happened. We can't get him. And so he just happens. Is he gonna, he's going he's gonna to call, he's going to call uh, Pro Tools. Yeah. Yes, is this Pro Tools? Is this Pro uh, Tools? We really like our tracks back. <laughs> Okay, if you could just send him over, that'd be great. Yeah. So he, he just happens to walk in like later in the day and Tyler just comes out with just like, <laughs> well, well, even it, it was a little bit worse when he said it too. He was like, he was like, Jake deleted a session. Can you bring it back? I was, <laughs> I was like, okay, hold on. First of all, I didn't delete the whole session. We, st <laughs> we still have the drums and guitar there. I just, I, and I, I told him, I told Bruce what happened. And he knew like, you could tell by the tone, by how he was reacting. He was like, "Yeah, uh, then, yeah." Because I've, I was gonna say I'm, I'm pretty proficient with Pro Tools, but apparently not. <laughs> that, like that's it's such a rookie mistake to make. I was just Is so it? yeah, I was so mad at myself. I was like, "How could I do something so stupid?" And me and you know, me and Tyler have no idea, so we're like, "It's gone," or like. Gone, gone. Can you yeah, so undo? no, so so what it is because you know, like when you record the files, are saved on the hard drive in the folder. So mm -hmm. if you I, you could just go to the session and click delete to delete the vocal tracks, and they'll still be there to undo and stuff, but they just won't be in the session. That's yeah. what I should have done. But what I did just because I was thinking about like the size of the files and how many songs we have, and I got to transfer it to my hard drive, I was like. I want to remove them from this session folder so that way 
I could save more space, even though it probably wasn't even that much space, so it was just stupid. So I went to the clip list, which is on the side, highlighted them, and you could click clear, and then it, it gives you it gives you like three options. It's like remove from session, which it and it even says like if you click remove, it'll leave them in the hard drive, but remove from the session. You can move to trash, which will take them from their location and put them in the trash bin. Or you could delete from hard drive, which will remove it from everything completely. So me just not thinking and just like going through it, just click. Yeah. I see the word delete and I click, even though I know what it does, because I've, I've removed stuff from session like that hundreds of times before. And so I knew which one I was supposed to click. I don't know why I just clicked delete. And so it just straight up like takes it from the hard drive and it's like, okay, it's gone. It, it, it doesn't away. even throw it in the trash. It's just gone. It's gone forever. <laughs> and I knew that's There's what no I did. That's why I was like, I don't want to ask Bruce cause I don't want to bring it up to him. And then he's going <laughs> to be like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. And, uh, but of yeah. course Tyler had to throw me under the bus, <laughs> but you know what? I deserve it. It was my fault. <laughs> I hey, it's better than yelling and all this. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Whatever. I'll take it. But, uh, <laughs> Anyway, so we got to do white leather again, but that one I'm not too worried about. It'll just be another yeah. hour or two. It should be pretty quick. Yeah. But um, aside from that, though, we, we did some pretty good <laughs> vocal stuff. We got some harmonies. We came up with some cool harmonies and things. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and Colton, if you're still watching, uh, you know, how it, you were talking about making it for one of the sessions. We got to definitely get you uh, in there on a vocal day, too. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I told him. Colton vocals. I told him when I sent the tracks. Um, if he wants to add layers to the background vocals, or even if he has ideas for the, oh, just yeah. any harmonies, like he can even oh, just, the existing ones. Too, yeah, yeah, like I told him, he could even do them at home and just send them and I'll add them in. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, if he could come in the studio, that'd be great too. Um, we're currently planning. We're not going this weekend. We're taking a little break. Um, I kind of partially because I wanted to give Mark some time to work on the leads and stuff. And maybe Tyler to work on vocals for the Still new song. Still need one more song, anyways. And then um, just just some other stuff. And uh, I didn't know if the studio is available, but we're planning for next weekend. So far, it's looking good, but I haven't got it for sure yet. But uh, so if you're available next weekend, Colton, I'll message you too if you're not here. But um, if you're available next weekend, we'll most likely be going Saturday and Sunday. So yeah, we definitely need some Colton vocals on there. Yeah. Even if he doesn't at home or whatever doesn't matter anyway, yeah but and in other exciting news yesterday we sent our tracks to our secret surprise guest guitar player yeah. so uh hopefully we'll get that back sometime soon i don't know how long yeah. it's supposed to take i'm guessing not long uh, but you probably know more about that than me he's still home uh as of right now but I know they're about to fly out to New Jersey to start rehearsals and all that stuff. Yeah. And see, I'm almost saying the band name, but like, <laughs> I never, because I, I messaged him because originally it was like, come into studio, like it was going to be, hey, because well, everyone rehearses for tours in LA, right? Yeah. So he's like, hey, you know, we'll, uh, if I'm around, I'll actually come into the studio and I'll just lay it down there. It's, yeah, and it makes it better because he actually knows Bruce too, so that's cool. Yeah, and so uh, that was the original kind of plan and stuff. And uh, and then I messaged him. I was like, "Hey, you know, we'll probably be we'll be around. So whenever y'all do rehearsal, like 
if y'all are doing rehearsals around here, um, you know, we should get you in there or whatever. And then he got back to me and, and he's like, no, we're actually not doing rehearsals in LA. We're doing them in New Jersey, which is where the tour starts. And I was like, Oh, okay. I was I was gonna ask about that because I was gonna say usually, I don't know about usually, but I know for a fact they have practiced in L.A. before. Yeah. Like you, I and think. And then fly to the Vegas. Yeah, I think they usually do practice because I I think I know specifically where they practice. Oh, they as in. Yeah. Them. Like, I mean, oh, I, I thought you meant bands in general. No, no, no. Like, yeah, his ben. band. Yeah. I, at least I know half the band practiced there before, but. I think that's where they usually do it anyway. So that's why when you said so. New Jersey, I was like, is someone like yeah. living? Is someone from New Jersey? Because no. I, thought, I thought the other guitar player is from New York, right? I or... mean, the first date, it makes sense. Well, yeah, it makes, sense. it makes sense now that you said that's where they're starting. That's where they're starting. But it's not like, it's not like, you know, it's some gigantic, I mean, it is a big setup, but they're not playing arenas and stuff like that. So you would think that they just set up for sound check do it or whatever. But I know a lot of huge tours do where they'll set up like two, three days ahead and do rehearsals there in the arena and all yeah. that stuff. But that, that band doesn't really seem like it. But anyways, um, so he'll, he'll be doing it remotely, but still. That's still cool though. That. Yeah. I mean, it would have been cool to have him in here and, I'm sure we would have had some good chats and stuff, but yeah, I'm still excited to have him on there though. So that's cool. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. In other news, uh, I still haven't heard back from my drummer, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they're currently on tour right now, so I think I'm probably gonna have to wait till they're not on tour anymore. Yeah. And thankfully, I don't think we're really in a rush right now. And yeah, like we haven't even talked about artwork or anything yet, so. And that's probably going to take a while if we use the same person. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. We, we, there's still some work to go or some, some, uh, ways to go and some things to talk about. So yeah, if it ends up being like two months and I still hear nothing back, I'm just going to say, never mind. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, another thing is like the song I picked for one, I, I picked it cause I think it fits their style or his style. And I think it would, he would really bring it to life but also just because it's so new like i don't have anything to play on it so even if he wanted me to play on it we'd have to go to the studio or not we have to go to rehearsal studio and like work some stuff out so it would take a while to do it anyway so i don't know i'm just kind of we'll see what happens (laughs) yeah we'll see what happens I (laughs) i don't know um but anyway it's going it's going pretty well though i think we're making, yeah. we're making I'm really decent liking progress. the feel of it so far. Yeah. It feels very big. Yeah, hopefully it stays that way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it could it could shrink, but hopefully it doesn't shrink. <laughs> um So let's see, what do we got here? Oh, so I was reading um I was reading up on some Steel Panther stuff today. And Satchel finally came out and uh he was on a podcast i'm not going to mention which one because it wasn't our podcast and i don't want to promote anybody <laughs> else no i'm just kidding no i'd totally tell you i just don't remember what it was called yeah but um 
he was on some podcasts I did an interview and he officially made the statement that that are, are you trying to go yes all right go ahead <laughs> <laughs> well, I might as well start raising my hand yeah uh, <laughs> he so satchel was on this podcast and he officially made the statement that satchel from steel panther by the way i, I don't know if anybody doesn't know where he's from or whatever but um he officially made the statement that lexi was not fired from the band he actually quit and they were kind of asking him some stuff about it and he said i can't really speak for him but he he basically said we're we're all definitely going to miss him and we know the fans are really going to miss him like no one wanted him to go and he didn't really get much more into it than that he kind of said he's going he's I guess wants to do some things or he's going through some things. It was, it was kind of vague, but I know there was a lot of speculation and rumors about that. He got fired. And uh, I think there was this other podcast or some guy that was talking about it that I think kind of knows them or has like an in with them. But there, there was kind of rumors going around that, that he got fired because he was kind of like, on a downward spiral with spiral with the like alcohol and drugs and stuff which is kind of believable if you've seen him if you've seen him recently <laughs> like he's not very sexy lexi anymore he's kind of like <laughs> he aged very hard over the past year or like just during covid yeah 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 because like all the other guys still look kind of the same they look good he did the tommy lee thing yeah, except somehow Tommy Lee's going backwards again. Like he's, he's, he's looking, looking young again. again. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, he just Tommy looked bad for like six months, and then he's like, "Nah, yeah. I'm not doing it." <laughs> I don't want to do that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like his neck fell down to like here. His mm -hmm. face looks like it's fall. It's just like it doesn't look great. So I think there... not to sorry. well, I was gonna say not to interrupt you. I did, but uh, the. You watched those Van Halen tr uh, covers that they did, and he's the only one that didn't, like, not to be a slam, but he's the only one that didn't go out of his way to dress up and this and all that. Like, he just regular clothes, but threw on glasses or something. Yeah, that that was like, that was one where I kind of really noticed it, too, like, just how old he was looking. There was that, and then some of the other, uh, they, you know, they've been doing, like, daily videos like what day of the week is it and oh, just yeah. like facebook stuff trying to keep up with the fans and stuff but um so i don't know so much about the drugs i don't know if that's true or not yeah, but but it definitely looks like he's been hitting the alcohol hard alcohol yeah and as we're sitting here with a i know i know hey but it's <laughs> light beer so it doesn't really count right <laughs> no one counts light beer as real beer so it's like drinking oh, dude, water I went, I went to the gym today like i felt really good so the best way I could think to celebrate is to put every single calorie back where it was. Yeah. You, you went to the gym today and instead of a water bottle, you had a, a light beer. <laughs> You're like running on the escalator and just like, oops. That, that would actually make for a great Leather Duchess video. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun. I can't do it though because then everyone's just going to be talking about how Miller Lite's really just water. <laughs> It's it's gonna I'm gonna be oh. yeah I'm gonna be hitting it myself, but so anyway um, 
Yeah, it has kind of... It, it's kind of interesting, though, because for a while before this whole Lexi thing, me and you were kind of talking about... Not so much recently, but, like, maybe two, before... Like, recently before COVID. Me and you were talking about how it looked like Styx wasn't really into it anymore. Yeah. There was, yeah. like, a, a while when we'll just, like, watch some live stuff, and it looks like he just didn't want to be there. And, yeah, I mean, it, it might have just... You know, sometimes you just have those shows where you just have yeah. like a blank face or whatever. maybe nothing was happening but we were almost think we were kind of speculating he was going to leave because uh-huh. you were talking about this interview satchel did where or i think with with the uh, on that podcast you like yeah um i forgot uh, what it's called in the, in the trenches yeah yeah um yeah he was he was on on that podcast and you were saying how he he kept asking satchel about like it almost sounded like he was kind of inferring like they yeah. weren't going to be around much longer what was weird about it is that like Satchel didn't give him anything. It was it's in the trenches with Ryan Roxy, and he was giving him he wasn't giving him anything about like breaking up or nothing like this, but it would still get kind of in a joking way put forward like as kind of a running thing, and from the time it got brought up until throughout the whole thing really was kind of an, a reoccurring theme of no we're never gonna quit we're never gonna break up we're never it's like well no one's asking <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it was it was kind of interesting so um i mean it could even just be him just asking because you know a lot of people are like how long can you really keep up this charade basically it's not like how how which surprisingly they're still going i mean a lot of people were thinking after the third album, like they they just they can't really do much else after this. And then they came out with "Lower the Bar," which I don't think did that well. And it lowered the bar, especially for sure. with and for for me and you, that's like our least favorite. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, they're definitely done. But then they came out with "Heavy Metal Rules." Yeah. And I don't think it's quite as good as the first three, but no. but it's still definitely a Better. big a big step up. So I was like, okay, so they still have some steam. But yeah, so. We we just been watching, we like you know we watch bands all the time and stuff, uh, just like on YouTube or whatever and um, or live when you can do that. But um, so yeah, we we just every once in a while we'll pull up a Steel Panther thing. And we just notice like Sticks looks like he's just not happy and doesn't want to be there. And then we see this this Ryan Roxy thing, and we're just like, like uh-oh. dude, dude, is Sticks gonna leave the band? And yeah. and we're thinking. Or at least I'm thinking, even now it's weird that Lexi left. I'm just thinking, like, I don't know if the band could go on without all the same guys. Yeah, I don't so know. So I was like, maybe Styx is going to leave soon and they're just going to, I don't know. Like, I don't think anyone could replace him. But, um, yeah, and then this thing happens with Lexi. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if that has any relation to that. Maybe it's just a coincidence. But, but um no, recently though, I, the reason I brought the sticks thing up is recently it looks like he's super into it again. All of a sudden, yeah, like he's having a good time. He's all like smiling. Oh, he's, he's like laughing. laughing. Like yeah, he's laughing show, at yeah. stuff, and which I'm glad because you know that would have sucked too. But I mean, it's yeah. it's it would suck to lose any of them because they're all crucial. It's you know it's not it's always it always sucks when a when a band lo- loses a member like a bigger band like that. But yeah. like theirs are. 
it's, it's kind of different with them because it's so specific and they have like characters basically it's like mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult to replace any of them yeah oh yeah regardless of how you play or whatever it's like it's because you know you can't you can't just bring someone in and and copy the sexy lexi character because that's just no that would be awful. like people whoever whoever replaces lexi is already gonna get a lot of hate just because it's not lexi and if if they try to just copy him or just be that sexy person yeah if they try to just be that sexy character again it's gonna be even worse because it's just gonna be like you can't replace him you're not lexi you're not whatever but i also don't want them to go the mickey six ripoff thing I don't think they will. I don't don't... think so either, but, like, so many bass players have a hard time, like, like, you know, the guy that filled in for Steel Panther. Yeah. Like, he literally wore the same clothes as Nicky. Well, I think that was only a couple shows, because now they have a bass player from some band. I don't know who. Five Finger Death Punch? No, it's, uh... I forgot. I read it. I forgot who it is. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that like y and t or something like that i don't know but um <laughs> i don't know but uh um he, he kind of has a little bit more of a pirate look than nikki six but <laughs> i don't know um well people are, are thinking that's a replacement for some reason even though they're still going on about I, okay so they they posted an update video today about uh we, we mentioned last week how it's open auditions anyone could try out so check out their page they have a link there they put a posted a thing today saying you know update thanks for all the submissions whatever blah blah blah. we have 69 of course 69 we have 69 hours of of a video audition that we're going through but then they say at the end keep sending more like how how much do you want because they even said in the last update video how they they had they had like seven or eight that were like really, really good. You but... remember my theory? Yeah, I remember your theory. <laughs> I don't. I don't know though. That would be. That'd be. That'd be rough. That would be rough. Although I, I can't see that to an extent, where they do want to keep pushing it longer, for the publicity, for the like submission. you said. But no, I don't. Like I could see that happening, but not with the outcome that you said about them already having someone in mind and like just getting some person and just being like i don't that know seems a little dark um i mean maybe but... now they have someone in mind from one of the auditions but they're just yeah. like but i mean i don't know i i guess you know they want the right person and the perfect I, fit and stuff so maybe they're just I like i just want to throw out my theory i don't like your quick. theory this way I can You know what? I don't like I it right. so yeah, I don't like it so much. I'm gonna take off my headphones and grab some beer while you say it. <laughs> Go ahead. Here, okay, I'll even give you I'll give you full screen. So my theory I don't even know how much I believe my own theory. But they're doing this huge you know, first of all, they just lost a very important band member. And a lot of people don't know if they can survive without all four of them or whatever. That's a huge loss. That was really fast. Wrong. Um, wrong. wrong. You're wrong. Uh, Where's my accordion? You're the governor of Florida. Wrong, DeSantis. Um, so, uh, um, 
So, if I had just lost a super important band member of a band... Well, you're going to lose your drummer when I get the gig, so go on. Yeah, that might be true. Um, I would be super worried about the fans losing interest because there's fans like me that kind of, whenever certain members leave, I kind of just, not purposely back off, but just naturally just kind of like back off. And so my crazy wild conspiracy theory that I don't even know how much I believe is what if this is a huge promotion for the band to get people more engaged in the band, more like, you know, you get thousands and thousands and thousands of people sending in audition tapes, learning Steel Panther songs, listening to more Steel Panther, sharing their videos on YouTube, a lot going on for the band there while they're in this process of like oh holy crap so and, but in the meanwhile they're like yeah we know a guy who knew a guy who, <laughs> yeah who, like whatever that might probably not true but i just want to say it just this way in case anyone ever finds out that that's the truth i can't say how it's right <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing both sides. That way, both sides. that way, whoever wins, I come out on top. And also, I have faith in you. So. Thank you. I don't, but you know. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, I, I think to some extent that could be true, business-wise. But I think I think it's a. I think to an extent that that's not anything to be upset about. Like, I think what they're doing, first of all, is really if it is legitimate i think is is really cool and oh, yeah. they even they even said something about just not in a video but they posted i don't remember if michael just posted it on his private page or they, on the band page or whatever but uh they basically said they wanted to do it because they remember what it was like um just struggling trying to make it like being a nobody just trying to make it mm -hmm. and they wanted to give that opportunity to somebody else to, yeah, I hope that's, I you know, hope that's um, I have to say, like, I, I think the way they're doing it, I think, I mean, it's really cool to doing it. I think that could also partially be partially be for the reason you're saying, but if it's legitimate, I don't have a problem with it. If no, they, no. if they are doing, if your conspiracy is true, they better cover it up very well. <laughs> Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of pissed off people. Well, the person that, like, in that theory, the person would have to be not famous, not even really that well known, but of a friend of a friend of a friend yeah. of a friend. Well, that's that's the main thing. They, they can't be famous. Because if no. it's someone famous, everyone's going to be like, oh, they've just freaking Rigged jerked us off. Thing, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it has to be someone not famous, and it has to be someone that is not hired gun yeah and that not really anybody could tie back to somebody that like oh that's like it's like a crime yeah it's like that can't be their manager's brother or something because it's gonna be like okay come on come on guys <laughs> but uh, um they're actually i actually have read some comments with that same theory of yours except it goes one step further where they say <laughs> not only do they already have a friend of a friend of a friend but Lexi actually didn't leave the band. Oh, it's just yeah. it's just a big joke, and they're gonna end up announcing that the winner's Lexi Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Which in that case, I wouldn't 
<laughs> it would be annoying and frustrating, but I I wouldn't be so mad because at least Lexi's still in the band. Then they would have to be the. They would have to seriously be taken better, taken more seriously as actors, because that means that for a whole year Lexi has been playing this kicked dog type yeah. character. <laughs> He even went so far as to look like his face was falling off. But when he comes back, it's going to be, she's back tight. Yeah, just more Botox. That's all. Chin's tight. Yeah. That well, remember they said they said he's he's leaving to do his sexy Lexi's dogs or whatever to pay for his Botox. So maybe maybe it's actually true. His face is falling off. He needs Botox to pull it all back together. There's also a lot of speculation, which I I don't think it's really speculation, but I think it's just people. Just because yeah, they're like, oh, I'll put two and two together. A lot of people are saying he left the band because he's going to join Megadeth. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe, you know, good for him, I yeah. guess. Yeah, maybe, and Dave maybe he wants to be like, well, that's Dave another. I, yeah, so many people think that they're, they're, they're funny and clever. The first one to come up with a joke, just post like post in the comments like, I heard that uh, Dave El, whatever the hell his name is, Dave Elson's available if you could convince him to put on makeup. And then someone posts like, he's he's just as perverted as you guys. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's there's thousands of those comments. Oh, yeah. Of, of that going both ways. Like basically, I heard Dave is available. And then the reason Lexi left is because he's joined Megadeth. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> who knows i i it almost I, I have seen some things where i think i think the pet thing might actually be true though even though it sounds stupid i think it might actually to some degree be true maybe not, not so much about like putting makeup and stuff on dogs but i think we talked <laughs> about this last week too but um he he helps out like a lot of animal whatever shelters or whatever thing and he has like eight thousand pets like you know whenever they're doing the the days of the week whenever it had him in any yeah. type of video he always had a different pet with him he has like different pets and stuff which i mean maybe he just got tired of the whole thing and being like the stupid one in the band and being you know <laughs> like you can't really maybe he just, it finally got to him and he's like i want to do something better with my life instead of being this like stupid freaking like whatever character i don't know and then 2021 you know you can't be too misogynistic and sexist and all that so it's like i can't do these songs i don't know who knows I'm, I'm hoping one day soon he'll be on some show not not as lexi fox but as as travis haley yeah and just give like what what happen what he wants to do in his future and stuff even if he does become even if he is in megadeth that'd be really weird though to see him in megadeth but not with his wig and like outfits on and stuff it, i want it i want there to be like a like when peter chris like after he quit kiss and then he went on all the talk shows unmasked no makeup before kiss took theirs off yeah like I want that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't care so much about hearing like behind like I don't necessarily want him to come out and break the illusion of everything about like what it's really oh. like and I but just I just, just just for this specifically like yeah I just want to hear like what happened why he left and like without all the like joking I'm a stupid yeah. bass player with no brain stuff just like 
you know, this is kind of what happened. It kind of got like this near the end and I just kind of wanted to go this way and that's what I want to do and blah, blah, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, it would be nice to see him at some, some, do I don't think, know. Do you think Steel Panther management whole thing would want him to Well, but then again, even the band as big as Kiss had no control over Well, yeah, I was going to say they probably wouldn't want him to, but because I, I, I feel like, because the whole thing really belongs to Satchel, right? Like, it's his band. Even though Michael started, it's kind of like him and Michael, but I think even Michael's technically, like, hired by Satchel. Probably. Well, I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he makes a joke enough at live shows. I think it's actually true, yeah, though. I think it's a real joke. I'm yeah. pretty sure. But um, I feel like it's probably kind of similar to, like, the WWE in a sense of, like, they own the name Lexi Fox and they own the character. Yeah. Like, like he, I don't think he can, which I don't see why he would want to, but I don't think he could go out and join <laughs> another band as Lexi Fox. He'd have to be Travis yeah. Haley or whatever. But, um, but yeah, so th they might have control over that, but they can't have control over Travis going yeah. and just talking Same about whatever, whatever he wants. Hey, yeah. But so, if you notice, nobody's ever really talked about Steel Panther outside of the, you know, um, I don't, I don't know how you would say, like, of the story or yeah, the, outside of the lore, the confines, <laughs> the of lore Panther. of Steel yeah, Panther, the lore, yeah, yeah, uh, they do a really good job with that, with the, Hello. even even though like they they do. They do some interviews where they're a little bit more serious and they talk about real stuff, but they still yeah. kind of, they don't, they kind of like borderline. I think depending on what the interview is, like there is somewhere yeah. it's almost, it almost seems like they're breaking character, but they still yeah. kind of, you know, they try to. Well, that in the trenches with uh, Ryan's podcast, um, there's this episode. If, Y'all, I don't know why I'm pointing a remote at you, but um, <laughs> you're like a teacher with the. Do, do you remember well, back? Do you remember back in school when? Uh, I mean, now they don't. You know, no one's gonna know what. None of the kids know what we're talking about now. But this is how you know you're old man. But remember back in school when we used to have like those. Uh, I forgot what they're called, but the overhead projectors. Projection. Where? The, Projection. Well, they had like a specific name though. It wasn't just projector. But yeah, it's the thing where you like to put the paper on top and there's a light and it like reflects onto the screen. The, and like the plastic paper. Yeah. And they yep. like point with the stick and the Yep. That's what you're doing right oh, now. Cool. Yeah. Uh <laughs> if you haven't watched that episode of In the Trenches, uh it's with Satchel. It's really good because uh, like you were saying, he kind of borders that mm -hmm. that serious and in the confines of steel panther lore i guess like you said um it gets really like to where even where i don't even think satchel expected it to go where it was gonna go it, it went as far as like showing pictures of them without their wigs and all that stuff Ooh. and you can tell satchel's like who's that yeah or whatever and like you can tell he wasn't ready for that he just signs and off <laughs> he just yeah and um and uh, like he handled it really well, but it was all like it was they were getting out of the character, stuff like that. And to to one point where Satchel even says Ralph, like he actually he actually says me and Ralph, huh. 
Yeah. That's probably on accident, I'm guessing. Oh, totally on accident. But, like, they were talking about the Van Halen tribute band. They were talking about, like, um, Rob Halford's band. Like, all this stuff, like, super, like, to where if you're Satchel, you're probably like, all right, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. You know? That's uh, that's interesting. Um, Yeah, yeah, I was actually, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, do, do you think, which I imagine they probably don't, but do you think when they're rehearsing or just like seeing each other outside of a show, they're calling each other the real names <laughs> or the stage names? Because I was thinking how weird would it be for me or just anybody who gets the bass gig and you go to like a rehearsal and instead of saying, hey, Sticks, they're like, hey, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Daryl, Ralph, and and uh, Russ. And Russ. It, it'd be so weird. All Just I like... would think is that Chevy Chase is the one saying it. <laughs> Russ. Russ. Hey, hey Russ. <laughs> it it would be funnier if Satchel if it wasn't Satchel's name because he looks in a way kind of like Chevy Chase. <laughs> so if he was calling someone else Russ. Russ. But but um, no, I was just, I was just thinking like. I don't imagine because they've known each other for so long. I don't imagine they're calling each other sticks and satchel. No. Like, I no. mean, maybe I don't. But uh, I was just like, dude, that that would be for anybody, whoever gets the the gig. It's just going to be a weird, a weird thing, for sure. Yeah. Uh, have you have you noticed that Michael? Do you follow Michael on the Instagram? I don't. I don't know why. Because I almost like every other day. I'll go on Instagram and type in Michael Starr just to look at his <laughs> posts, but I don't follow him. It doesn't make sense. I don't know, but uh, so I guess technically I do. I look at his stuff, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you follow him. In yeah, a way. I follow him without actually clicking the follow button. So I don't know if you noticed, but he's been like posting a lot about his like personal life, mm-hmm. like his wife, which he wasn't supposed to have a wife. Yeah. Right? Well, well, you know what's uh, I feel like out of any of them though, he's the one that could do that, the easiest oh, yeah. because his character is the least of a character. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, for one, he doesn't wear a wig. Like that's his real hair. Yeah. And he he does like you know he says stuff is but most of it's like satchel talking and whatever. But it's like he doesn't really have a character. He's just like he. He kind of like uh, exaggerates the lead singer thing, obviously, but like, I feel like he could still do that and not really break character. Yeah. Because even like, well, even interviews are very borderline. Yeah, and even when they're on tour and stuff, and he'll like, he's the only one that does like, he'll do those uh, like vlog things, or whatever, about like, hey, we're out here and whatever, yeah. going to the show, and like, but it doesn't feel like it's not him. It feels. Like, if it was Satchel doing that without his wig on and not being, like, all super vulgar and stuff, just like, hey, guys, we're here in uh, Chicago going to whatever, and it, it just felt like, this is weird. But, like, with him, it doesn't feel that weird. Um, but speaking of that, about not supposed to, not having a wife, I, I just found this out today. I... Um, I know Satchel was married, but I think he's actually divorced now. He's been divorced for a couple of years, but he still wears his wedding ring. Like, 
even like on which i think is weird even when he wasn't divorced like he <laughs> always wore his wedding ring on stage which is kind of weird for that that character like to play that character on stage but you wear a ring but now he's divorced and he still wears it which yeah i guess uh i i read I don't, I don't know how true it is i only looked at like one article so i didn't research it but i, I think he's been divorced for like two years but he still wears his just ring all the time. Just let it go, man. Just let know. it go. Like, Take I think... Ring I think if I got... Uh, depending on, on the character, that, you know, would happen. But if, I think if I got the gig, I'd probably take my ring off. Because <laughs> it'd be kind of weird. I don't know. If I'm talking about, like, banging chicks and... I can't I can't be like, give him the shocker and, like, my ring's showing. The ring's showing, yeah. I mean, I guess that one's not going in the pink, so it's fine. I'm, I'm st At least that one's staying clean. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not cheating if it, if you're not using it. Yeah, it's not cheating if you don't use a ring finger. Well, eating ain't cheating either. That's true. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know. But anyway, auditions are open still, apparently. They're never going to, I think they're going to keep them open until the tour is done. I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> they're just going to keep going and get as many as they can. And then when the tour is done, they're going to find someone and then they'll have time to rehearse and get the characters together and stuff so uh whoever wants to audition you got until the end of september maybe halfway through october that's my so my guess so you're telling me there's a chance there's definitely a chance i know you don't have a base but if you really want to audition <laughs> i got i got some here you can come here and we could put one together uh yeah. we could do one at, at the studio because there's plenty of bases there and you can get a nice professional recording i'm determined I am determined to do the most lazy but good sounding audition. <laughs> It'll sound great, but your but no effort. Your personality won't be there, and they'll be like, "He sounds good, but he's not for us." Yeah, at least, exactly. at least he tried. The exact opposite of what they're looking for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They specifically said, "You don't got to sound good. You just got to look cool." Yeah, and I'm gonna wear the worst clothes I have. <laughs> no personality. Even though you have long hair, we should go to Party City and get you a wig. <laughs> but my actual hair is sticking out <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like two colors so anyway uh so we were talking about about how lexi's looking like his face is falling off and not good but tommy's okay. going backwards right yeah so this is kind of like a stretch of a segue but on that note of tommy looking better vince oh yeah lead singer for motley crew believe it or not vince neal posted a video that he is working out and i think trying not to get saying that he's working out no he, he didn't say that he he posted a video of him working out maybe in preparation for the tour but here's the thing he posted one video he could be doing actually nothing and just post he he did like four crunches and his dogs came and licked his face and then he had like some band on that i don't know what that it was like something that's supposed to like do crunches for you so he's already trying to get lazy, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and he has comments turned off cause he knew a lot of people were going to talk smack on him. So yeah, I kind of feel bad. He's had comments turned off for a while now. I could imagine why I, I could I, imagine why too. because, because, okay. So I actually, 
like you asked me if I follow Michael Starr. I actually saw this video first from Michael reposting it before I saw it on Vince. And I follow Vince, so I don't know how that works. But I saw it first from Michael's page reposting it before I saw it on Vince's page. And Michael doesn't have comments turned off. So I read through some of those comments. <laughs> and there was one that said something about like, that's great you're doing country, or it's great you're doing crunches, but why does it sound like you're in a Taco Bell bathroom? <laughs> so you know little things like that i can understand why he has his comments turned off the way he's but so he did post a video of him kind of working out but it's only one so far so if he's doing it regularly i don't know but i do have to say in that video his face looked a lot thinner than it has yeah. in the past few months oh yeah so Dude, and and the actual his actual form on some of those like workouts were really oh yeah good. yeah like pretty intense so hopefully you know maybe after that that gig where he couldn't do the last song or the last few songs maybe yeah. he's like maybe that was like his wake up call that was like oh shoot I really need to get back in shape hope, I hope so because you know a lot of these like musicians at his level have other things that they do and make money from and make a career out of like nikki does his photography he oh, does yeah. like just writing or you know you've got like six uh, yeah, a.m like all these people yeah all, well and all these people that do things outside of and he owns too. all the songs so you know he gets all that stuff <laughs> yeah but like vince is just a singer like not yeah. not in a bad way but that is he doesn't do these outside thing he doesn't act he, he doesn't do anything he tried like outside things they just all failed <laughs> he had the girls oh, girls girls strip Neil club that Neil. shut down he had a uh, vince Neil's tattoo auto which shut i think yeah. there's still one open yeah i mean i guess he does some kind of like but no it, it's true though that's why he's always well maybe that's not the only reason it's also because he enjoys it but that's why he's always doing the solo gigs too is because but that's what he like he's his number one main thing is singing so maybe that like you said hopefully that was a wake-up call and he's like okay well this is the thing that i'm still primarily doing I yeah should be good at it yeah i mean hopefully that's what's happening the thing the thing that kind of bothers me about it though is you know i'm i'm happy for him if he's actually gonna keep this regular thing and he's actually yeah. trying to get into shape and stuff and that's great and i, I would love to see them live if he's back into decent shape and could sing again but the thing that bothers me about this is you know it's cool he's doing it now but the thing is the tour was supposed to start yeah three, it was supposed to start three months ago yeah so and this was he had the whole thing from the date they announced they're doing the tour again which was a long time which was what was that like a year and a half or two years or something like that yeah at least one year from from the day they announced they're coming back to the the day the tour was supposed to start and he did absolutely nothing that whole time he stayed fat he kept drinking beer he clearly still couldn't sing yeah, if drink a beer but see i'm allowed to drink beer because i'm underweight for my age so you know i'm <laughs> i'm doing it to try to get healthy <laughs> uh, or not my age my height but uh anyway um the so if it wasn't for the whole, you know, pandemic thing and having to postpone the tour, 
the shape he was in before he started trying to do this would have been that would have been the whole tour because you know for a fact once they go on tour he's not going to oh no start doing that like in his hotel like that would have been the tour the show that that we saw when he couldn't sing the last song or however many after that was supposed to whatever like he, he just had to stop the show that could have been a motley show That's like true. that could have been the tour so i mean it's it's cool that he's trying now but it's kind of a little upsetting it's weird right yeah it's like you know hopefully it'll kind of be a blessing in disguise and the fact that it did get postponed a year but maybe he'll be in great shape and sound great when they actually do tour but at the same time it's like they were supposed to be like halfway through the tour right now yeah. or m maybe a little less than halfway like they had a lot of dates but you know whatever like they would have started a couple months ago and like it could have been bad yeah which god can you imagine you do a farewell show it's your final show in your home city three sold out nights yeah now i'm just getting mad because that was such a perfect ending except but, they didn't yeah <laughs> well the idea was perfect yeah it was, no, it was it was little, like, they didn't sound that great they didn't sound great but think about it like, and they screwed up the uh, midnight countdown and i'm pretty yeah. sure because remember we saw we saw they had they had like this skull like Ugh. it looked like it was supposed spike. to be like it a countdown like a thing yeah. it looked like it was supposed to be some type of countdown excuse i just cracked you remember it. those you remember those you remember stickers right when you run through fields and stuff yeah stickers do you remember the brown ones yeah those really harsh ones that's what it looked like you know you know what it reminds me of have you seen the live action scooby-doo movie yeah do you remember the they had that glitter skull thing oh yeah, yeah where at the end they flash the light and it kills all the little monsters yeah. that's what it reminded me of i was like <laughs> we're in scooby-doo right now but no so i think they had some stuff planned maybe a little bit more than that because there was that but there was some other stuff like because we were we were like on the side but we were up in the suite so you could kind of see behind the curtain so we saw like some stuff they had back there we had amazing crappy seats yeah, we had crappy seats, but it was a good view of everything. So what happened was, if anyone see the DVD, is during Tommy's drum solo, his his drums got stuck on the, it got stuck like upside down oh, on the thing. The oh yeah, they cut it out. That's right. Yeah, that was just in person. I that forgot. Well, you yeah. can find it on YouTube. Look up yeah. uh, Tommy Lee's drum stuck, and, whatever, something. And those of you who don't know, the very last Motley Crue show ever as of now tommy lee's drums got stuck upside down mm -hmm. on the tracks on the crucify yeah he had to, he had to like climb out they, they were telling him not to because they're like we got to get no up harness. there yeah they're like we got to get up there like there was dudes trying to climb it and they're like we have to get up there and get your harness and bungee and all and you know it's like tom nah. yes yeah, tommy lee's so was like nah it's fine so he like climbed out and around and just like started climbing down the track and they, they eventually, like, got it upright. And then it was, like, a whole process because they had to, like, bring it down and then bring it back up before... Or they had to, like, bring it all the way down before it could go back up for some reason. And then... Um, so it was a delay. It was, like, a 20-minute delay before they started the next song. So I think that kind of threw off the timing for, like, the New Year's countdown and whatever. It was around that And I think wh whatever else they might have had planned, they just kind of, like, screw it. Let's just finish the show and be done with this forever. I think they were supposed to ring in the new year with um, Dr. Feelgood. Dr. Feelgood. Was it? I don't know. 
Because I think same old situation was after his drum solo, and I think that's where they screwed up. You might. I th I thought it was Doctor Feelgood, but it might be right. You might uh, be right too. So what happened was, <laughs> I think just for the DVD, it it was like it was already past midnight. It was like twelve oh five or something like that, and then Vince <laughs> just said something about like, like we we missed the because. Yeah, so there was. I think what was supposed to happen is they're supposed to play a song, whatever song it's supposed to be, and then like either during a break or just like after the song, if they did it early enough, they would have done a countdown and then d done something. But it was just like since it took like twenty minutes for the drum set to get fixed, and then they just went into the song when it was like eleven fifty eight. Yeah. So by the time they were done with like the you know the outros like and the solos and whatever and talking, yeah, it was like twelve somewhere between like twelve three and twelve five, and Vince just said something about like oh we freaking missed it or whatever and then he just like started counting from like eight like some random number he's like let's just let's just count down and do it and hey, I, yes. I, I only watched the dvd once so i don't i don't know uh i don't remember what they edited or like how it looks in the dvd but it was just like a random out of nowhere he's just like eight seven <laughs> six five and they just count down to one like happy new year there's like no confetti no like drop yeah. of the whatever no like f fireworks or anything and then uh, they go into the next song and it was like that was kind of anticlimactic but yeah. okay i think what they should have done which i know wouldn't have been safe but if it was me and uh, my band i would have been like screw it i want to do this because it would be cool is i mean obviously you don't want to be stuck upside down playing a song but once they got the drum set upright even though it was like in the middle of the track i would have been like screw it man let's start the song from here and just play they even if they have to like yeah yeah even if they have to like move it down and like you're not doing a drum solo but dude how cool would that be because like tommy's drum solos now is basically like him playing drums to dubstep it's just yeah. like you know he has it's i'm sure it's some song that he made himself and he's got yeah. like samples and 808 blasts and just like whatever but how cool would it have been if, like, yeah, you got stuck in your drum solo and you had to stop that. But then, like, you bring the drum set upright, sit back on your drums, and then you start playing, like, same old situation or whatever the song was. And you're just, like, playing the song. And then you go down into the middle of the crowd and come back. Like, that would have been cool. How cool would it be? Because in the music video for uh, same old situation, he's out in the crowd yeah. during the song. And when I was little... I fell for the trick of what you're supposed to think music videos are, yeah. which is like, that's live. They're actually playing that's... it, yeah. Well, I so always, I, I always thought know, that before I even saw the video, too. I thought he was doing that while they're playing songs. And you're supposed to believe that, looking at, like, Wild Side and Same Old Situation. You're supposed to believe that all that's going on during this one, yeah. like, song. And yeah. it could have been true that time, which I think would have been awesome. Um, but what I was saying was like, ah, such a perfect ending was, first of all, Motley Crue can't sell out three nights in any arena anywhere. Of course they can. The Motley Crue. No, they can't. They want. No, they can't. <laughs> they can sell out the whiskey, they whatever they want. One. Dude, Kiss sold out three nights at Madison, four nights, three nights, four nights. Colton, if you're still watching, which I don't know why you would be, <laughs> but if you're watching, correct me if I'm wrong, Th three or four nights at Madison Square Garden when they did the gigantic reunion tour. They sold out tomorrow and tonight. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's like, 
incredibly hard for bands to do multiple nights in an arena. Like, I don't even think bands can do that anymore. But Motley Crue did it, their last three shows in one arena, like yeah. three nights. That's a huge deal. Yeah. That is a huge deal. Well, didn't they add? Because I think the last date was supposed to be a New Year's, and it sold out, like, yeah. really quick. So they added so they, one, they added one before, and then that mm-hmm. sold out, and they added another one. And then I don't know if that one sold out, or if it did, it wasn't right away. So then they were like, all right, that's good enough. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, three nights at the Staples Center? So, yeah, so I don't know if they did that because it was selling out, or they did that because they wanted their last DVD to sound good enough, where they wanted to be able to record three nights and then put the best takes together. That's what I'm thinking. That makes sense because there were two dates originally. Yeah, because they they didn't announce... The first that night. they didn't announce that they were recording aside from the new year's date but i know for a fact that not all the audio is from the night we saw no for one because he missed the first two words of girls 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 friday night that's the lyric not the, the night they played not but the night. yeah you know the when they come in dance, friday night and i need a fight when th- that was the opening song of the show when we saw them on new year's they did the need a fight. That's how he started the show on the DVD. He says Friday night. So I'm like, okay, I know that wasn't there unless they overdubbed, but I'm pretty sure what they did. Cause even the DVD was a little bit better than the show we saw like all together. Yeah. So I think what they did is they just, they recorded all three nights and just took the best takes and the best shots from this and that and this and comped it together, which would make sense. You know, that's kind of just what you do when you make videos like that. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it was a, it it was a great ending, but it wasn't a great show. Well, I, it was, it was no, I, I don't want to say it wasn't a great show. Like I still enjoyed it, but it wasn't, it wasn't the best I've seen. Musically, it wasn't all there. No, it was, it was, it was a little weird. Like you could even feel it was kind of weird, and it kind of felt like that everyone was just done and they're ready to go. Like they were, it wasn't like that kind of nostalgic. Like oh my god, this is our last show. And they're all no, like they sad and that. feeling about it. The yeah. only one that that really felt like that way to me was Vince, yeah. especially on Home Sweet Home. He started crying, but yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, it just it just felt like they were just ready to get out of there, yeah. which kind of sucked. But yeah. uh, yes, I I still think they should have ended it that way. But yeah, now they're doing this thing and uh, whatever. I mean, if if Vince gets back into shape, hopefully it'll be cool. I would at least like to take. I would at least like to take my daughter if they hopefully sound good. And I'm, I'm just waiting. Cause I know people are getting mad about like they bought tickets when they first announced it. And, um, you know, they keep postponing it and everyone's saying like, I couldn't get a refund. First of all, they, you can get a re or you could have, I don't know if you can now, but you could have got a refund when they first postponed it. You have 30 days. It's on the contracts that you've all, click I agree to without reading and stuff. And, uh, but when they, the first time they postponed it, you could, you have 30 days to go and basically say, I don't want to go anymore. Cause they moved the date You get your money back. Second time you can do the same thing, but no one reads that stuff. And then later they're like, Oh, I can't make that date. And they wait too long. And, but you can resell your tickets. Everyone does it anyway. But, um, anyway, so I haven't bought my tickets because I'm, I'm planning maybe to go. I'm not a sucker. That's why. 
No, I'm planning to maybe go, but also I I do want to take my daughter because she, believe it or not, on her own accord, is a big Motley Crue fan. And I mean, obviously, I obviously I played it like like she didn't just discover them herself because she's three. But <laughs> looking through records, yeah. But I played it, and she just happened to, for some reason, lash onto them when she was one and a half. She used to love Aerosmith. She would always want me to... Her favorite song was Same Old Song and Dance. And anytime I played that album... Not Same Old Song and Dance. That's not the name of the album. But the album it's on. I, I would play the album. And then she'd like walk up to the record player and turn the volume up. And just stand there and look at it. Like She knew which one was the volume knob. And she'd just like turn it up full blast and just stand there and like kind of bounce up and down. And then one day, I'd, I would just like... Like, because we listen to Aerosmith a lot on on my vinyls. And one day I was like, eh, kind of feel like listening to Shout at the Devil today. And I put it on, played it front to back, and then it was done. She said, again, again. And I was like, okay, I guess we'll do it again. And then I played it again and front to back. And she said, again, again. And we played it like about five times that day. And then within about a week... I mean, after she kept asking again and again, I just told her, like, I basically was like, that's Motley Crue. You like Motley Crue and whatever. And she was, like, just learning to talk at the time, but she kind of was, like, trying to say, like, Motley Crue, Motley Crue. And then so every once in a while, like, we'd just be playing. Like, I, I didn't try to push it on her because I know, like, obviously I'm a huge fan and I'm not trying to push all my things on her. It's nice if she likes it, but I'm not trying to be like, you have to be me. So it's just like, whatever. But every once in a while, she'd like we'd just be playing, and she'd walk up to the record player and, and just be like Motley Crue, and I'd be like, okay. So I'd put on a Motley Crue album, and within about two weeks, whenever the the one I'd play the most was Shout at the Devil, because that's the one she kind of got into first, I guess. Yeah. So within about two weeks, whenever the song Shout at the Devil would come on, she'd be going dun shout, and she'd say shout with them. And now, like, even we go in the car and stuff, and she'll be like, listen to Motley Crue. And I'm like, okay, we'll put on Motley Crue. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of nice, though, because I always feel like whenever I used to drive with people or, or go to, like, your place or whatever, and you give me the remote, and you're like, you can pick something. And I feel like every time, I just always go to Motley Crue. And There's I'm like, pressure to think of something. Yeah, else. I'm like, I need some because I'm like, everyone knows how much I listen to Motley Crue, and everyone's... I think people just get tired of it. No one wants to hear it anymore. And I'm like, I don't know what's up. But when I have someone in the car requesting, <laughs> listen to Motley Crue, I'm like, I have no complaints. I could listen to them all day. So I I put on Motley Crue and uh, yeah, she's a, she's a crew head, man. So <laughs> like even now, like today we listened to Theater of Pain all the way through. And she was just like running around dancing to it and stuff. And I'm just like, Man, she just—I don't know why—and she knows when it's not Motley Crue. Like, there's sometimes where I'll just be in my car and I'll put my phone on shuffle, and like Rat or something will come up or just Cinderella, and she'll just be like change it, listen to Motley Crue, and I'm like, okay, if, you, if I guess, and I'll put on, and somehow she knows. Like, there was even one time where, because I was testing her, I was like, I want to see if she knows, and there was one time where I put on the the John Karabi album. And she was just like, I like it, Motley Crue. And I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> it sounds completely different, but if you like it's, it, that's cool. Tommy's drumming. Yeah, I think so. So 
so uh, anyway, yeah, so she's a crew head, so I, I want to take her. Hopefully it's not too much and too long or whatever, but hopefully she'll be... And since they keep postponing it, by then she'll be like four. Hopefully so she won't be like, you know, already graduated from high school, kind of already went yeah. through the whole block <laughs> Yeah, kind of passed that phase already. But so anyway, just because she's young and stuff, like I was planning to get like a back, back row seat. So I'm not like trying to get a good seat or anything. So I was just like, yeah, tickets went on sale and stuff, but I'm going to wait till it's kind of closer oh, to yeah. the, and then, yeah. and then, yeah, especially after they keep postponing it, I'm just like, yeah, yeah I'm not buying I'll wait till it's like, too. I'll wait till it's like a month out or something yeah. and see, yeah. see what the prices are. I'll, I'll buy a ticket. I'll still go. Like, I'm not going to do one of those like, oh no, they retired. I don't, I'll go. I'll go. Well, see, I was kind of, like... I was kind of like that when they first announced it. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to go. I'm yeah. kind of annoyed at the whole thing. I was at the last show. Well, I went to a lot of the, what I thought was my last time seeing them. Because I went, before they announced the Staples Center show, I saw them one time, which was the the last date they had announced in California for the tour. And I was like, this is it. This is the last time I'm going to see them. It was, I had my, my, my good cry. I had to sit there for like 20 minutes after the show and, and get my breath back. I was like, compose myself. I was like, this is it. We're done. And then, you know, I had that moment. I got past that. I was like, okay, this is horrible. It sucks, but it's done. Left the mm -hmm. show. Happened to be in Chicago when they were playing there. My brother bought me a ticket. We went to see them in Chicago, which I'm glad I did because when I saw them in California, they didn't play with Alice Cooper. This time they in Chicago, they oh, did. Yeah. And that was the first time I ever seen Alice Cooper live, which was oh, yeah. freaking great. Else. Yeah. yeah, so that was cool. And then, so I saw that show. And then I saw them again, I think, because then they announced, like, more, the second leg. They had, like, more dates later. And so I saw them again. And then, obviously, the Staples Center, the last show. And by then, I was already like, well, I saw them for the last time, like, four times now. So, you know, that's just, yeah, we're done. This is fine. I'm already out of tears. Yeah, I wasn't even, I, I might have shed, like, one or two after, like, Vince was crying yeah. and they did Home Sweet Home. Like, okay, this is really it for sure. Like, this is literally the last show they're ever going to play. And I was like, okay. But, you know, I was done. I went through all that. And then they did this whole thing. And I was like, God dang it. You guys were the one band that wasn't supposed to do that. And I was like, I, I don't... actually believed them. Which I did too. I, I, I have a hard time believing people when they say things. Ask anybody. But, like, I, I, like, I don't take that stuff seriously. That we're done, we're done. I don't. Yeah, it's, it's never true. For some reason... Probably because of Nikki, because well, I was like, Nikki's a pretty realistic dude. Yeah. And, and I can't imagine the embarrassment of saying, uh, slamming other bands. Yeah. For, and then doing it yourself. Yeah. And for me, it wasn't just cause like, oh, it's my band. And like, of course, like they're going to be the only one to stick to their, the truth. It was just because they made such a big deal out of it. And like you said, they're slamming out the bands, but also it just made so much sense because yeah. like Nikki has so much other stuff going on. He was in 6am. He had his photography. He was writing books. I think at the time he might've still been doing six cents. Maybe that was over. I don't know, but you know, the radio, whatever, but like he, he was just doing stuff and he was like traveling. Tommy was like all into his DJ stuff and he was like touring with DJ arrow and dead mouse. And, and if he doing... can get out of Motley Crue, he's happy. Yeah. And Mick is just like, you know, he's, kind of done it looked like 
And Vince doesn't give a crap. Like he's happy playing with his his solo Hello. band. Like, you know, he'll play the songs. Doesn't matter. So it's like it just made sense, and it seemed like everyone was onto their own things. And it's like, yeah, it makes sense. There's no reason for them to come back. And then they did this whole thing, and I was just like, God dang it! The this was the only band I would have believed. Like the only band, yeah. and, the only, and the the timing was just like this was the only time I would have believed that you're actually done, and it made sense. Yeah. There's no reason to come back, and they came back. So for a while, I was just like. I honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go. Yeah. Not, not even just because I'm like mad about it. It's just like, I've, like I said, I, I had that whole experience and, and went through I've this, ended those, this thing. Four yeah. Times I went through those emotions and there's nothing left. Like there's no reason for me to see them. And I was like, I just, I don't know. It's going to be expensive as hell. I've every time I've seen him was in the front row or close to it. And just like, I've spent plenty of money on it. And I've had the experiences. I don't think they're going to sound that great anyway, especially in Vince's figure. But if he loses weight, hopefully, like we just mentioned, like maybe he'll sound better. But it was just like, I, I don't know if I'm going to see them. And then they announced Def Leppard. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> well. Because Def Leppard, first of all, still sounds freaking amazing live. Yeah. And Cat oh, yeah. has been bugging me for years to see them live. Because I saw them. Oh, really? I saw them twice without her. I. I to be fair, I didn't know her the first time I saw them, but I saw yeah. them twice live without her, and they sound freaking great. Yeah. And she's been bugging me for years. Like, I really want to see them. I really, and we almost saw them once. Uh, I forgot who they were playing with, but we almost—I think it was Poison and somebody else. Tesla. Yeah, I think that was it. Was that one? Yeah, we were supposed to go to that one. We didn't end up going for some reason, and uh, so, but she's been wanting to go. Like that was aside from Aerosmith, that's like one of her top bands she's been wanting yeah. to see. So it was like. So then they announced Def Leppard, and I was like, okay. <laughs> because they're playing together, I I mean, obviously, like, Motley Crue's still my favorite band, so even though I didn't want to see them, it's, you know, Def Leppard will be there, so I guess that's enough reason, like, we'll go. That'll be a good show. And then I also like Poison, so, you know, whatever. Uh, and then after, like, Emily got super into them, and I was like, well, I want to take her to see Motley Crue now, too. So... Yeah. But I was like, uh, we'll just get like the backpack royal. Hopefully, it's not too loud because it's. I was hoping they would do some outdoor shows, but you know, it's all arenas and stadiums and stuff. So I was just like, or it's all stadiums, I guess. Stadium tour, uh, <laughs> no arenas. The stadium slash arena tour. Yeah, just stadiums. And uh, so I was like, you know, hopefully it's not too loud. But we got we got like those those child protective headphones and stuff. But so I'll, I'll probably end up going if it's not like. Three hundred dollars for the back row. The stadium tour. What a stupid name. Yeah, I know. It's not even like a cool name. Motley Crue and Aerosmith was the root, the route of all evil. Of, the route of all evil tour. I think it was it was root. No, well that's the saying, but it's spelled route. Yeah, but you know you can pronounce it either way. Some people exactly. say root. Some people but say it's route. Clever. It's clever that way. That's a great name. Route Root of All Evil. Root. Root and Poot. The Stadium Tour. Or like when Kiss and Motley Crue. I'm starting to think it's Motley Crue. But Kiss and Motley Crue where they did The Tour. I think, because wasn't that 2012 that year? They mm -hmm. should have done the End of the World Tour. That's what I think. Because that's when sure. everyone thought the world was going to end. Because whatever yeah. Mayan prophecy, yeah. I forgot what it was, but... 
That's when they announced it. I was like, this should this be the end of the world tour. To do 2013. Yeah. Or just someone was like, yeah, we're fine. Like, like this, like we're going to be able to see 2013. Yeah. They made this calendar in what, like the 1700s or something. He's like, yeah, this is freaking like a couple thousand years away from me. I'm not, I don't need to go past that. Someone else will finish for me. Or, or maybe be a human race by then. Or maybe the dude that made it just died and no one finished yeah. it. His son didn't want to do it. He's like, nah, I'm carving not going to do that. St- carving stone. He's like, I got to stop. Yeah. I don't, anyway, it should have been the end of the world tour, I think. Something like that. Yeah. But, uh, so, oh yeah. So before we started, we were talking about arena sizes. Mm-hmm. And because you were saying you thought <laughs> yeah. back back in your your innocent young days, oh, before geez. you had experience traveling to Los Angeles, and you've only known Los Angeles, you only know knew one city your whole life. Yep. You you the thought city. you were thinking that arenas were always the same size. I seriously thought they were all the same size. And then what happened? You went to the Staples Center. Yeah, and then that changed. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I I always thought arenas were kind of like one size fits all kind of thing. Just I, just a same blueprint every state and city. Just like you're building an arena. Way, Here you go. This is the size. Model just model differently. Like <laughs> you know, like the BOK in Tulsa is all glass on the outside, and it's all like super fancy looking or whatever. But you get in the inside, and it looks like the Chesapeake or whatever. But like the Chesapeake, and I, I, I'm, it's still weird calling it the Chesapeake because to me it's the Ford Center, owned by Ford. I know. I always hate oh. when these places change their names. I hate it because you're so, so you just get so used to calling it one place, and yeah. then they... like now it's called the Chesapeake Energy Arena. Ah, Jesus! It's just a company. It's just you know. Company. You know what's the worst one? Is the Ford. the worst one's the freaking the Glen Helen. They change their name so many times. Are you sure? Because Dallas, when I seen my very first concert ever, was Kiss and Aerosmith at the Smirnoff Music Arena. Or Smirnoff Music Amphitheater, or whatever. Smirnoff, the the, the drink, which Mm -hmm. was popular then, obviously. Um, Well, then it got changed to the superpages.com arena. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the name the Glen Helen. I'm just talking about how many times they changed their name. Oh, because they they were they were Glen Helen. Well, I think before that they were something. Then they were Glen Helen. Then they changed to I don't remember what. Then they changed back to Glen Helen. And then I think now they're the San Manuel Amphitheater, or they might have changed that now too. I don't even know. Now it's Five Points, isn't it? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. They changed their name so many well, times. Do you know where we seen Skinner? That was, I don't know what it was called at the time, but that that's what, I still, today, I still call it the Glen Helen. That's what I know it is. It's, it the Glen the Helen Glen, Amphitheater. Which is the spot where they did the Us Festival, right? Is the it? land. The land. I think, I think so. The land where it's on. Is it? It looks so much big. I, I guess they kind of changed yeah, it since then. Yeah, because if but... you watch Quiet Riot set in the description. Yeah, you know what, you're right, you're right. Glen Helen, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um. So obviously that name has something to do with the area or something. But uh, anyways, so my arena growing up was the Ford Center. It's your basic holds. I mean, if you put 
every single seat filled completely 360 and the floor completely packed, hardly any stage, then it would be 20,000 people. But Which is more people than live in the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, and, and you... Uh, so... So there's 20,000 full standing, if you could, or whatever. I don't even know how you'd say that. But if you do, like, a, a stage yeah. and then full capacity, it's, like, 16,000. Um, but I still call it 20,000, technically. Yeah. You know, so 20,000. Well, it would, be, it would be, like, a basketball game's, like, 20,000 because it's full yeah, circle. Yeah, exactly. If, yeah. It's a, if it's a concert, usually they cut off, like, a third of the place but then you have like uh, yeah. the, the standing floor so yeah you just yeah. take out a couple thousand yeah it makes sense and so my thinking for my whole life has been a standard arena right 16 to eighteen thousand people yeah and uh pretty standard and then i bought tickets to the clippers game when i very first moved out to la it's like oh the staples center i know i know the staples center i've heard of that place that's big place i meant big as in the name it's a famous place i didn't know it was huge that place <laughs> that place is gigantuan oh yeah like it, it like it blew my mind when i really like because obviously i had like the stevie wonder section you can't see anything and and so i'm way up there on the 300 sections or 400s See, I call the top 300 section, but for Staples Center, it's probably like 400 or something. But um, it's so steep. Like, you stand up. If you stand up too fast, you're going to feel like you're going to fall over. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just looking around. It obviously holds way more than your standard size arena. How much did you say yours, your Oklahoma one holds? I thought it was sixteen to eighteen thousand. Okay, yeah, I just looked up Staples Center capacity. It says twenty thousand. But that's probably comfortably. It says for concerts and special events, the capacity nears twenty thousand, depending on the setup. But then again, you know what also takes up a lot of space in the Staples Center that might make it look bigger are those gigantic suites. Yeah. They are pretty huge. Yeah, I've, I've they, been in those a few times. They have big gaps. They have big gaps between. So maybe it's not that many. Maybe, I think maybe the seating isn't much more, but just the size of. The actual room. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, they've got full-blown restaurants in there. Because I guess, I guess it would make sense, like, it can't be too much bigger in the sense that, like, for like basketball national basketball uh the court has to be the same size everywhere because it's like yeah. regulation size so yeah like the actual stage area i guess can't be that much like can't be really bigger but i guess maybe just and if it's a circle so i guess i guess actually it might not be too off on on the sizes kind of being the same i guess it's just the Sweet, is, yeah, like you mentioned, that could be different. And then uh, I guess whatever they have on the outside. Apartments. Yeah, basically. Well, and what was weird, I don't know if you noticed this at the Motley show, the New Year's Eve, is that 
I don't know that the stage area is, like you said, I don't know that the stage area is that much bigger because um, they only fit the word motley. It's probably, it's got to be the same size because. But I've seen, I've seen video where Motley Crue's end of uh, final farewell tour or whatever, the stage said Motley Crue. That was the point. The point was for it to say Motley Crue. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends where they're playing, but if, if, if it's because the Staples Center has, like, it was, it's, has the basketball court there and that's the size of the floor area. And yours is a basketball, you have a basketball team as well. It's got to be the same size, basically, because it's got to be, you know, the regulation size. Because they don't have, it's not like after the baskets, there's like, (laughs) yeah, there's like miles of room, like an out-of-bounds area. It's like, you you know, you got the court, the baskets, and then out-of-bounds is like so long, and then front row seats. Yeah. So, you actually... uh, I was laughing at you about it earlier, but you actually might have, you might have a, <laughs> you might be kind of right there. Uh, um, but yeah, so we were, we were talking about arenas and then, uh, I don't remember if we mentioned this when we talked about the, when we were, when we had the Vegas episode last week, but they're building a new venue in Vegas right now that I think is supposed to be done in like 2025 or 24 or something like that. And, uh, it basically is like it looks like a globe it's like they're, they're making like a spherical venue and the whole outside is going to be lined with led lights which because you know it's vegas it's got to have lights on everything so i think the initial thought is they want it to look like the earth and like the globe and just kind of like show i don't know what but i know what's going to end up happening is they're just going to litter it with advertisements it's going to be like whoever's whoever's playing there or some type of it's just going to be you know this person oh, it's, so Vegas. it's yeah. going to be so bad but so what what mark meant what we kind of both been talking about but what mark really mentioned was the the way it's set up is going to be kind of weird because it's like it's the the way the seats are it kind of it's like start the bottom's like this and since it's a globe shape it's like this and it kind of like slants out and like goes just straight up almost <laughs> and then back over yeah so he was saying it's going to be like on Harry Potter when they when they go watch the uh, Quidditch World Cup how the seats are just like straight up that's what it's going to be like and i'm kind of curious like i want to go to see a show there or whatever they can have but i also feel like cuz i i have a have a a somewhat kind of fear of heights i don't know why i just do i went to the uh, the Sears Tower now known as the Willis Tower another thing we're talking about things changing names the freaking willis tower i don't know why it's not in the new sears york? tower in no in chicago oh i was the, thinking of the uh i was thinking of, uh, i forgot the name of it yeah. <laughs> some tower uh no it, yeah it used to be called the sears tower now it's called the willis tower and yeah that's the one where, where they have like the the glass where you like walk out in the glass and you could like look straight down and you're like freaking hundred something stories yeah i've i had to crawl out because i couldn't i couldn't take the what? step i i was i walked i was like i could do this i walked over to where the the glass is and i could just see and i was like i froze and i was shaking i was like uh... i can't do it i can't so i literally got because i was like i can't be here in chicago and not go out there so i was like okay 
I like went on my hands and knees and like crawled out. <laughs> it was like <laughs> I like held on to my dad or my whoever was there with me, my mom, and it was like pulled myself up to stand there. It was like <sighs> okay, I'm here, and then I like jumped out back onto the. <laughs> it was so bad i was like i have just the most irrational fear of heights it's so bad so it's like i i want to try to go to this new venue but at the same time i think just because it's going to be so flat it's going to be so hard for me to just look over and just be like oh my god if i'm not like on the first three rows if we're like <laughs> somewhere up high i'm just gonna be like i can't i can't watch this i can't watch this concert in peace <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting though. I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess. I just I can't believe it, it's almost like Disneyland how when they keep building new stuff, it's like where do they find the room for this stuff? Like yeah. this the Star Wars land is like acres. Oh man. It's acres big. And it's like where I thought Yes, yeah, like I thought I thought Disneyland was like close to the freeway and the street like how they find yeah. acres to build this freaking yeah. whole star wars world same thing with with vegas man they built the the new uh, raider stadium and yeah, now now uh, yeah. and now they're building was this new land now, just sitting there and now they're building this new arena it's like what was there before but I then thought, again you gotta think vegas is in the middle of the desert so don't tempt them no well, I, no i know that but they're building this stuff like on the strip yeah that that's the thing i know they could definitely expand vegas and in nevada in general it's just like all desert but like building stuff on the strip it's like i thought the strip was full but I, they, I know, I they found we, room to build a freaking imperial death star for for the raiders football team now they're building this new venue like on right there on the strip that's a huge globe that's gonna sit like eighteen thousand people it's like where do they find the room for this stuff man it's probably why the seats have to be so vertical maybe <laughs> I they're they're pretending it's because it was like a creative choice but really it's the only choice they had You're to run running out of space so so as we yeah so we were talking about this arena stuff and i was kind of laughing at you because you thought it was they were all the same size which now i'm coming to find maybe they are kind of close <laughs> to the same size but so we were talking about the, the carnival of sins dvd oh yeah and uh which i think is a phenomenal phenomenal showing of musical talent anybody that hasn't seen it should watch it and uh (laughs) so you kind of broke one of my one of my fantasies not really fantasy but you broke one of my kind of childhood visions today which i was always just baffled if if you've ever seen it before so it the show starts with it's like a circus theme. It's called Carnival of Sin. So it's like Carnival. There's like a circus tent and whatever. They got like little clown painted characters and stuff. Like a little midget running around. But anyway, so it starts with like there, there's just this big box in the middle of the stage. And then two girls over it. Of course, they got to be like making out and stuff. And then <laughs> when the song starts, Vince comes out. The, bo- the the girls open the box up and Vince comes out from under the stage and on a riser. And then comes up and comes out of the box. Which, you know, the stage is, like, here and the box is, like, so big. So, for the longest time... And I've seen this this video hundreds of times. For the longest time, I always wondered... Because, you know, most of the time, when there's a riser on a stage... It's 
it's not part of the band stage setup. That's just something either the stage when they build the place, it either has it or it doesn't. Because it's got to go underground, so it's kind of hard to bring a riser on. Like it's it's hard to bring something underground as part of your stage setup unless the venue has that already. So, what I thought for the longest time is when the show starts, Vince comes up from under the stage. They open the box up. He comes up from the box, and I thought the riser comes up to the top of the box, and then he's just like standing up there, sings a song, and like jumps out and it's like, yeah, shout at the devil, whatever. <laughs> yeah, shout at the devil. Yeah, shout at the de- <laughs> If Tommy Lee was running the show. Yeah, yeah, shout at the devil, yeah. So, so uh, I was just like, how? Because most of the time, you know, when you when you play at a show or when you go to a, a venue that has a riser, it goes up to the level with the stage, stage and it stops there. And I was like, I always wondered, like, that's so cool, but how did they get the riser to go up to, like, the same height as the box so what me and mark were just talking about the ra- arenas and stuff and i was we we're talking about that show and he's just like three words he just ruined my my vision he's like well he steps out doesn't he <laughs> <laughs> and i was like what do you mean he's like yeah it rises and he steps out of the box i was like what are you talking about which sounds so lame yeah it does but so i look it up before we like minutes before we start the show i i, I look up the video and you don't really notice it because w- when he steps out, there's like a close-up on him. But you could see like <laughs> you could see when it rises, and then you could see him like go up like this, and then it cuts back out, and it's like he's he's up on top. It was like, okay, you got me. My my years of wonderment ruined and crushed by that one comment. Times, I don't know how many times we've mentioned this on this uh, show, but that episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother. The shattered glass. Yeah, that just happened. Yeah. That just happened tonight. <laughs> he steps out, guys, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> you just step over the box. Um, all right, last thing before we go. It's almost two hours now. We made it. See, we, we did some good tangents. We made it. Yeah. We only had to go an hour and a half. We're going two hours. <laughs> last thing. Football season is finally starting. But here's the thing. The Cowboys, <laughs> as we know, you know, Cowboys are my team. Why? I don't know. Why do I drink Miller Lite? Why am I a Cowboy fan? Why uh, does the sun rise every day? Why does, Nobody knows. It, it, just, just, it just happens. Uh, Cowboys being the Cowboys. First of all, preseason went 0-4. <laughs> Good job, guys. So, hey, if anyone gets injured this year, we're completely screwed. There's, There's no coming back. Because our backup yeah. team oh, is yeah. not... We have no backups at all. They they hired, like, two new quarterbacks, by the way. I Why? think. <laughs> you know, just to have replacements that aren't going to do anything. But, so, I've been looking forward to the new season, like I usually do. Just to be disappointed. But, of course, the Cowboys' first game isn't until Thursday. So, they're not even playing this weekend. So, every, like, every other team is playing this weekend. And the Cowboys don't play until <laughs> Thursday. So, i got to wait till that. But I just found out today, and I sent you the picture, Mark. They're, they're, they uh, have the, – I don't know if it's, like, outside this, the oh. uh, the stadium or yeah, what it, it is. But, like, yeah. Or if it's just, like, the inside area where you walk around. But it's called the Miller Lighthouse, which is pretty awesome. 
<laughs> so because so we went to Vegas uh, last weekend or two weeks ago, whatever it was, and we're walking through the Paris Hotel, and they had the uh, Budweiser Beer Park. The Beer Park. The Budweiser Beer Park. So I was like, well, obviously it's all Anheuser. I, I, it sounded cool when I heard Beer Park, but I was like, well, Budweiser is gonna, it's not gonna <laughs> Miller there. It's gonna be all Anheuser Busch products. I still kind of wanted to check it out, but we didn't end up going. But, but so I was like, dang, dude, that's kind of cool. That'd be cool. If Miller had something like that. But now apparently there's a Miller Lighthouse, <laughs> and it said there's like gardens and like all this fancy stuff about it, and it's so opening game. They have, they said they had like 36 TVs or something. It's free to go. Uh, any, everyone's welcome. And, and it said they had like, they had the beer gardens. And so you my, the, go ahead. You buy the flights. I buy all the beer you can possibly drink. I actually was <laughs> looking at flights. It's a little bit more than I was hoping. They're like 80 bucks, but it's still not that bad. I was, I was hoping for like, cause okay. So I was looking, cause I, I really want to go to a cowboy game this year. No, I'm and, kind of regretting that deal. And I was looking, <laughs> I was looking at a, they're playing and I think the end of September, like the 27th or something, they're playing against the Eagles. Tickets are $30 for like the back row, $30. And a flight is $50. So I was thinking we could maybe go to an Eagle game. If we like fly there that day, Dude, go to the game and take a red eye home, like don't get a hotel or anything. Yeah. We could go to a Cowboys game against the Eagles, which is one of the rivals. And I know, I would like to see and, yeah, and I know that's kind of your like backup team, which shouldn't be a thing because yeah. you can't have a backup team in your same division, but whatever. Yeah. But we could see the Cowboys against the Eagles, one of the rivals for less than a hundred dollars well probably a little more after fees and stuff but <laughs> about a hundred bucks so that means like 300 with beer and that that's awesome yeah or we could go to this thing the opening game which uh, thursday though i don't know uh, you know that might be a little difficult but a uh, thursday you work 80 dollars for the flight free to go so you don't gotta buy a ticket so i guess the same thing it'll be less than a hundred bucks depending on how much we spend on beer but if you're paying for all the beer, I'll buy the tickets. I already said it, so. But yeah, so it said it said the Miller Lighthouse, wow. which we were talking about how how Bud Light is the official sponsor of NFL, but Cowboys is somehow yeah, has their own their own special specific Miller Light deal. Like we mentioned before, the Cowboys Stadium has like the hundred foot Miller Light LED logo like inside the stadium they have like the things on the outside of the stadium apparently the miller lighthouse is somewhere i don't know if that's part of the stadium or that's like outside like down the street or something i think it's well it's it, from what i kind of assume because there's like basketball games do this too there's an it's like on the outside of the building it's not far away or nothing like that it's it's surrounding the building it's that's what i'm thinking building. it's like some like kind of connected or something it's like but, a parking lot so it said they have it says they have like 36 flat screen tvs and uh hey let me see i think i have the, the image up. even just that said. alone would be so fun yeah well that's why i'm just like i kind of i've never been inside of the stadium i've been to texas twice now i got stuck in dallas on our last trip that we talked about in one of our episodes 
didn't go to the state. I mean, it was like super late, so it probably wasn't open, but watch party at the Miller Lighthouse. Free and open to the public. 60. Never mind. I said 36. 60 big screen TVs. Beer gardens. Game day traditions. I don't know what the traditions are, but so it says beer gardens. What I imagine is they just have like these huge beer gardens. They got like 85 beer taps just all over the place. And every single one's just Miller Lite. No other beer. <laughs> no other, no product. No, not even any Coors product. There's no, there's no Coors and, and dude, I would, I j- would just join Miller Lite tap all the way, every five inches you go. Here's my deal. Going to the Cowboys game. If we went to the Cowboys game, just because where we're at, I would join you in strictly Miller Lite. I don't think you have a choice if you're there. No, they're not, not going to have any other beer. Yeah, I know. And look, probably I tell me to they'll probably tell me to kick rocks. Uh, yeah, I I really need this because I I really think there's something there's some type of conspiracy going on out here in California. <laughs> like Miller's just not delivering anywhere. All the all the places that either used to have Miller or are still supposed to have Miller. When you go there, they either say we don't carry that anymore, or we're all out right now, or Whatever the case, like when I go to to the the one grocery store down here that has like every beer you could think of, the Miller Lite is always just sold out. There's nothing there. There's no. <laughs> and we all know that stuff's not selling out. I know. Uh... I'd like I'd like to think so, but I kind of I doubt it. I went to a. <laughs> oh, I I went I went to the uh, the bowling alley down here the other day. Yeah. And they have. They have, uh, they used to have like these Miller Lite towers. They're like, we're all out of Miller Lite. I was like, what? Like nobody, I, every bar <laughs> I go to, they, they have it on the menus. They have, what, it all started that one day when, when I got at this. The, at the bear. No, before that. Oh. The reason I have this. Uh, oh, that's right. This Bud that's Light keg. The whole reason you've completely declined that that exists. Yeah. The, that was the day it started. I I called ahead, and it I, killed your and it killed your kegerator apparently. I know I got this stupid thing. Well, I haven't bought a new one because I don't know if I could get one anymore. <laughs> and now I got this stupid Bud Light cap to ruin my streak of three. It should be like six by now, but I haven't bought any new ones because <laughs> I don't know if I could get any. So okay, I, I told the story on cold ones I think before, but I'll tell it again real quick. So it was. It was a while ago now, but I, I was trying to replace my keg and Mark was coming over and my dad was supposed to come over the same weekend. So I was like, I need some, yeah. I need some Miller Lite, which you guys did end up coming the same weekend, but a different day. So that kind of sucked. But anyway, that doesn't matter. That's a different story. But, uh, keep it rolling. Um, so I was like, I need to replace my keg because my dad drinks a lot. And then me and Mark drink a lot when we're together. And we're all supposed to be hanging out, so we're probably going to drink way too much and get whatever. And I don't remember if it was football season at the time or if something was going on, but we're like, we're going to need some drinks. And so my dad asked me, he's like, do you have a new keg in there? And I was like, no, but I was planning to get one. So I called BevMo. And this was, I don't don't know, it was a while ago, maybe a year ago, maybe a little less, I don't know. But I called BevMo, where I usually get my kegs from, and... Uh, cause they didn't have any more in stock, but I was like, Hey, I, w- I want to pick up a Miller light keg. And usually I have to call 
like a week in advance, but I called it a week and a half. I was like, I'm going to, I'll pick it up this day. Will it be available? They're like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, cool. So I called them or yeah, I called them. They said, it's all good. Everything's settled. They're like, we'll let, we'll call you and let you know if anything happens. We're like, all right. So finally the day came. I was like, I'm so excited. I'm going to get my new Miller Lite keg. Finally, it's been a while. And, uh, I was, it's been a while. So I was all down. I was down the hill. I did some other, I got my, I think it was the same time I got my, uh, my futon back there. And, uh, oh, that was a great purchase. It was, I still sleep on it very often and I use it all the time <laughs> when I watch my movies and stuff. And when I use, uh, Mark's voodoo to buy a bunch of movies and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> where those came from. No. no, I don't buy stuff, but I have been, I don't know if you notice on your, on your continue watching, but I've been using it a lot. The past yeah, few weeks. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I, I just watched Mars Attacks. Did you? I did. I've seen it. Is I've seen it not it, amazing. Or I've what? seen it before, but it, I was like oh, really? so young. I don't remember it. And then it's so dumb. It's great. I was scrolling through because I was like, "What should I?" And I've kind of been watching How I Met Your Mother since I came over to your place that time, and we just started watching it, and now I'm just like going from there. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've been watching that, but I was like, I feel like watching a movie, but I didn't know what to watch. So I was like scrolling through your list and I saw Mars attacks and I was like, maybe. And then I saw like on the cover, I don't know why he's on the cover. Cause he's like a, such a small role, but Danny DeVito's on the cover. And I was just like, I was like, I'll do Danny DeVito, which obviously, you know, is freaking fantastic now. And so I was like, I'll watch it. And then I looked at the rest of the cast. And I was like, this is a pretty freaking star studded cast. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's pretty stupid. It's I mean, it's dumb. it's good, but it's stupid. But yeah. yeah, so I watched that. I've been watching How I Met Your Mother. I'll probably watch some other stuff too. I'll I'll watch some of those uh those good oldies you bought. Oh yeah. But uh, anyway, back to the the Miller Light stuff. Um, so yeah, I went down to Bedmo a week and a half later when they told me it would be there. They said they'd call me if anything happened. I got no calls. Got my futon. One of the best purchases <laughs> I bought aside from the kegerator. <laughs> my two best purchases right next to each other touching almost and uh so i went down there and they're just like oh yeah you like no one called you i'm like called me about what i, I just want to pick up my keg they're like yeah when you get the delivery they haven't been coming up here and something about whatever miller lights not been i don't know what it, what what it was but they're just like they haven't they haven't delivered and we don't have any in stock and i was like you gotta be kidding me this is an important weekend i need my miller light keg and I was like, do you at least, cause I, I went for the, for the half, the half barrel. Yeah. Which is the 15, 15 and a half gallon. And, yeah. uh, I was like, well, do you have, do you have any size? Do you have like a pony keg? Do you have like, even like the little, yeah. the little mini keg? Do you got anything, any Miller like, they're like, Give me a quarter. uh, yeah. if you want to buy bottles, I was like, no, I want a keg. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, all right, I can well, go to the liquor store. I know. They're like, all right, well, uh, we have, I think we got this. I was like, what, what do you have? They're like, we'll, we'll take you on the back and show you, show you what we have. And so at this point I was like, Maybe at least the Coors, at least I could support the, the Miller brand. Every single thing they had back there was an Anheuser-Busch product. And I was like, <sighs> I'm going to spend all this freaking money on beer, on a keg, and I got to get Mark's brand. So I was like, well, at least Mark's coming. I would have got Budweiser, but they didn't even have that for some reason. 
So I was, they had Bud Light, so I was like, screw it, I'll get Bud Light. But ever since that day, I was like, this isn't looking good. I was like, hopefully it's just like something happened this week and it's fine. But then, like you mentioned, we went to the Bear House restaurant, which they always had Miller Light there every time we went oh, there before. Oh. After this happened, we went there and I, and I was like, I'll, uh, I'll take a Miller Light. Just regular order, like I usually do, because I go there all the time. And they're like, um, I think we're all out. Let me go. Let me go check. And I was like, and then so she went back and she, she went to the back and came back and she's like, yeah, we haven't we hadn't got the order, or they hadn't came up and like brought the order or whatever it was. And she's like, we don't have any, but we got this. And I was like, fine, I'll get a Coors Light. And, but that time she made it sound like they're supposed to have it. They just didn't have it there. Then we went, I think the next week, and I asked the lady, I was like, do you have any Miller Lite? And she's like, let me go check. And she came out and said, the we don't... The fact that they keep having to say, let me go check. And she went to the back it. and came out and was like, we don't carry that anymore. And I was like, what are you talking about? You you just had this like two weeks ago. What do you mean you don't care? And she just kind of went on about something. And she was like, yeah, a lot of people have been requesting it. We have to try to get that and whatever. And she was like, but we don't, we don't have that. I don't, I don't know if we're going to carry it anymore. And I was like, and so I, there's, <laughs> since then, there's been a, a number of other places I went to that either oh, used yeah. to have it or they have it on the menu. And whenever I order it, they're like, we don't have that. Or we don't carry that. Including the grocery store. I could get like a six pack, but they don't have the 30 packs. I could oh. find even the, even I, I mentioned before the 7-Eleven by your place. They only have 18 packs now. They don't have the 30 yeah. pack. Over here, I could get like a six pack or twelve pack. That's why you showed up to the freaking uh, <laughs> recording studio with two eighty pack or eighty pack, two eighteen packs. Yeah, I was that like, was I was like, they don't have thirty packs, so I got two eighteen packs. It's got six free beers. <laughs> the guy, the guy warning us, the engineer warning us about <laughs> this guy who used to drink an eighteen pack, and you have two. Yeah. I only brought one inside. The, yeah, that was great. So we we had, I mean, I, I've, we usually kind of do the tracking and stuff ourselves. But we had a guy helping us out the first two days. And he was talking about this one dude who comes in. And he's like, he, he's like, yeah, he's, he'd like come in here, which is just like an 18 pack by himself. Start drinking at 11 in the morning by himself. Yeah, by himself. Start drinking at 11 in the morning. Just crack him open. Be drinking all day. Sit here blasting the music full blast, doing mixing, whatever, and finish the whole thing all by himself and then leave later that night. And <laughs> he's talking to us about this thing about like how much this guy was drinking. And I was just sitting there the whole time, just kind of like because I had I had two 18 packs. Mark brought a 12 <laughs> a 12 pack of Budweiser, and Tyler doesn't really drink that much anymore. So, yeah. and he's like, well, at least there's three of you. So, you know, it's fine. And it's funny because like, we, we cracked our first one open at about 11 also, but it yeah. was like, <laughs> so then I felt self-conscious the whole time. I was like, <laughs> I kind of, not, not that, I mean, obviously I'd share with Mark, but like, he, like he brought his own beer. We're so not I, interested in that. Yeah. Like, and, and it's like, cause you brought your own beer. So it's just like, I was, I kind of, cause I was thinking we're going to be here for like maybe 14, 14, 15 hours. So it's like. That's yeah. like a little more than one beer an hour. I don't think that's that much, but now that he said something, I'm like, every time I crack one open, because you know, if we're in the mixing room, it's like, obviously he's sitting there. If I'm in the recording room, he could hear on the mic. So I'd like, 
I'd like sneak one in my you jacket. I'd sneak one in my jacket, leave the mixing room, crack it open outside, go into the the recording room, and then be like, yeah, I I can't believe he drank that many in one like, sitting. Wow, yeah, that guy must be a psycho. It was anyway, but but that's not the point. The point of the story is, dude. I think because I don't think it's happening in other states that especially like texas you know obviously but like no uh, dude miller light it'll never go away miller light is disappearing in california yeah and i don't dude. know what i'm gonna do i don't Probably know because california is the most anti-texas thing in the world so they're finding any reason to hate yeah texas. yeah i don't know man i think it's it's uh it's not looking good because i do want to get a new keg i just don't know like every time i look at bedmo there's absolutely zero Miller lights in any Bedmo in a hundred miles near me. I could I, I could been, order one, but I don't know if I order one if they're gonna bail on me again. I haven't been to your house in a long time. Maybe put two and two because together. Because there's no Miller light. There's no Miller light. It makes sense. Man, I don't know. I gotta <laughs> It's it's a tough it's a tough road. Being, being a cowboy a fan and being a Miller Lite fan. fan, it's Dude, always you disappointment. The two worst things you could possibly. I know. Do. It's disappointment everywhere I go. <laughs> Hopefully, it comes back. I, I, I like honestly. Normally, you just want to live in two thousand, don't you? I do, I do. <laughs> See, normally I I would drink Miller Lite obviously first, and my backup choice would be Bud Light. But. Ever since this has started happening, because I know that Coors Light is a is the same company, I, I usually I pick Coors after Bud Light, but I'm just like I don't know if they're just like don't have enough money, so they're not delivering, or if it's a COVID thing. But I'm like now anytime there's not Miller, I just ask if they have Coors because I'm like I gotta at least support with my extra five dollars to maybe maybe that'll help keep them afloat a little bit. <laughs> so I'm like I gotta support my company because apparently they can't provide me with with miller anymore so i i don't know what's happening man <sighs> anyway that'll do it for tonight on that sad note yeah on that sad note mark doesn't care he's got his I drink don't. he's happy <laughs> he's happy with his eight thousand anheuser-busch products it's not going anywhere you know what you know what really grinds my gears is when <laughs> when i go somewhere like the 7-eleven by your house and they used to have the 30 pack of Miller Lite, but now it's not there because they have like 8,000 different Bud Light products. It's like they still have Bud Light and Budweiser, obviously, but then they have like the Bud Light strawberry, whatever, seltzer something. And they got the Bud Light, like some other flavor. And then they got like some other like weird brand you never heard of that you just happen to own. And then you got like some seltzer beer and you got like right. hard cider. I'm like, you can't have one slot for freaking Miller. Like Anheuser's got to take over the whole 7-Eleven company. <laughs> I will drink Miller Lite over any of those seltzers. 100%. I think you would drink Miller Lite over a lot of beers. You just, a you, lot of you beers, won't admit yeah. it out loud. Cause you, you gotta, you gotta keep your, your character. You gotta keep your persona. No, I mean, it's, you know, if you, the truth of it is, if you drink a light beer, you could, you could drink any of them. It's not a big, yeah. like, you know, you drink Bud Light. It's not, it's not like Miller Light's disgust. You know, you could, if Miller Light's there, you could drink Miller Light. If, if Coors I, Light's there, you could drink Coors Light. If, it, if there's like can, some type of lager, 
or we can make any of it pills. Worse. Yeah, I mean, you know, we drink. We've drinking. We've drinking hams. We've drinking PBR plenty. Look at the studio. Like my beers were in the ice for a couple hours. Yours weren't yet. So to get to your good stuff, you had to drink through my crap stuff. Well, that's true. I did have a Budweiser because my beers were, they didn't even come out of the fridge. They were just warm. They yeah, were completely they were warm. warm. And so, hey, you know what? That's where we help each other out. That's what co uh, Cold One's co-hosts do. I hated, I hated doing it, but thankfully I was... I wasn't recording that day, so I didn't need my Miller juice. Hey, it looked cool though. But see, cans, see, that's cool. that's why I had that mistake of deleting all the white leather ah, stuff. You were fueled by the wrong. Yeah, it's like we put diesel fuel in your regular tank. Exactly, because I started the day with Mil with a Budweiser. That's true. And we started the day with white leather, and I just didn't like the it didn't have the Miller sound, so I got rid of all that. <laughs> And then the songs after that, I started drinking Miller and things went smoothly. That's what happened. So then when we send the record to get mastered by somebody, whoever is going to master that. Got to make sure they're drinking Miller. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> okay. That's a conversation for another time. Compromise. Half the songs that I feel more strongly about, they drink Miller okay. for. And then the songs you feel strongly about, they drink Budweiser for. Okay. So Flying, we go with Flying is going to be a tough one. They're going to have to make a suicide drink. They're going to have to do half and half. <laughs> we'll pay them extra for that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that'll do it for tonight. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for watching. What are you doing tonight? You hanging out for a while? Or are you going I to bed? I've got nothing. I've All got right. nothing. All right. Because I'm, I'm feeling like hanging out a little bit. Me too. Um, cool. Well, that'll do it for you guys tonight. We're going to have some more fun after this. Yeah. That sucks for y'all. If you want to be a part of this, we don't do the Instagram after party anymore, but, you know, we could figure something out. I don't know. Uh, thanks for watching, though. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, our album will be out someday in a year or so. Someday 2022. Or 23. <laughs> now, <laughs> or now. 24. Why not? Now, definitely we're shooting for 22 sometime. Yeah. Um, thanks for watching. Hope you all enjoyed. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you guys maybe next week. I don't know. We'll see. Because we're hitting the studio next week. We got to see if we're all prepared and ready. I got to make sure I can find Miller Lite somewhere in this freaking it's dry music. state. It's music season. So we'll, music we'll see season. how it goes. Ooh, one last thing. Has nothing to do with anything, but we were talking about Steel Panther earlier. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. They were, they were supposed to continue their tour starting, I think, tomorrow or today. And they were playing in, like, New Orleans and, like, some other states around there. But I guess they had, like, some bad hurricane that just happened. Yeah. And there's, like, no power or anything, so they had to cancel those shows. Within about, like, two days, they immediately announced that they are now playing Rocklahoma. Yeah, yeah. So that. they replaced one of the days. I mean, I mean, that's kind of cool. I think most of the lineup this year in Rocklahoma kind of sucks. There's like a couple cool bands, but they're playing, so that's cool. I think on Saturday. Uh, that's a big name, which sounds crazy. Steel Panther's a big name for that. That's pretty good. Well, they're playing the same day that, that Hailstrom, Hailstorm. Is it Strum or Storm? Hailstorm. Okay. 
I don't know why I always think it's Hellstrom. I don't know what that is, but whatever. Uh, I think they're opening for them, like two or three bands before them, which I thought was kind of surprising. But anyway, uh, they're playing that, so that's kind of cool. But nice. um, hopefully everyone in the hurricane is doing all right. Hopefully you're all uh, not struggling too hard and not too much damage. I don't know. I don't. I honestly, I didn't even know about the hurricane until they announced those dates. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, I hate to to sound like I'm. I don't know what's happening. I mean, I don't know what's happening in the world, but um, yeah. On a serious note, I hope everyone's doing okay. And uh, I don't want to end on that sour note. Uh, <laughs> thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> Give me happy news, Mark, that we can end on. Just one uh, one line. Give me one line. All right. Records close to being done. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's true, but it'll come out sometime. <laughs> all right. Have a good night, everyone. See you next week.